Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On today's episode of Left Turns and Loud Noises, we have the president of R-Dash NASCAR, Jeremy Methfield, stop by, give us two cents about the Coke 600, the Indy 500, and even Monaco. It's Memorial Day weekend, and that means that we have nine hours of nonstop racing going on. We get you guys ready for all that with previews and, of course, picks for the weekend. Somehow we all didn't pick the same drivers for Monaco, so that's pretty good. Uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, it's at LTLN Podcast. Same thing with Instagram. You can go ahead and follow us on Patreon at, as well. Um, go ahead and give us a like and subscribe on iTunes and SoundCloud. But yeah, other than that, enjoy the episode. going on everyone welcome to another episode of left turns and loud noises episode 18 today is april 22nd 2019 and ladies and gentlemen we have approached the best weekend of the year for a motorsports fan for me it feels like christmas morning i know for others there's other ways to describe it but for me i wake up at eight i go to bed just feeling satisfied watching God, like what nine hours of racing all day it's perfect it's my favorite day of the year and i'm joined today by a plethora of wonderful guests i of course my partner in crime kevin costello is here kevin what's up i'm very happy kyle larson fan on this blessed day so all is good in the world <laughs> yes kyle larson is officially all the way back we'll get to that i am also joined by i can officially say it Alex from JD Motorsports is with us. What's up, Alex? We haven't had you on since. How's everything going, man? May, what's going on? Things are going good. Can't complain. Been uh, a good two weeks so far. Happy to get to the racetrack tomorrow and uh, keep producing good content. Yes, no, it's it's perfect. We, we're so happy that you're back on Twitter, and, and it's definitely been more noticeable with you coming back. Um, and of course, you know. You know, he posts on Reddit all the time. We have the the president of Ardash NASCAR on the podcast coming back. We have Jeremy Methfield back on the show. What's up, Jeremy? What's up, guys? I'm still <laughs> kicking. I just he the president eat. of our NASCAR. That was such a long time ago. <laughs> but Dude, I'll, I'll take I, it. La- last time I checked, terms lost four years, and I'm pretty sure that you were elected around 2015. So you still got a couple months left in there. I think I'm into my second term now, but I have Her- it's. It may have started yesterday. It feels 
I have no idea about the time frame on that. Honestly, well, man. Well, we just reelected you, so congratulations. Yeah, congratulations on the reelection. We're very proud of you. You know, the cabinet I'll take looks it. great. Much appreciated. Thank you. Thank you. All right, so we got the gang all here. My boy Jordan was supposed to come through for Formula One talk. We're hoping to be able to splice his input into the episode somewhere. Um, but for right now, he's dealing with some certain things and playing trivia without me. But other than that, we got a lot to talk about. And I think, first of all, I need to say sorry to the fans. We haven't had an episode out. I Actually, we recorded an episode last week. We had a very special guest come through. And my computer broke. So until I can get my computer fixed, that episode is still being edited. And I will get that out on like episode 10. So don't worry. I will put that somewhere. But for right now, we have a lot to talk about. And I think first things first, we had the All-Star race this weekend. And normally, as a NASCAR fan, I am not looking forward to the All-Star race. But this year really changed my mind. I I really had a good time for the most part. And I, I, I know, Kevin, you obviously had a good time because your boy, your boy got the job done. Yeah, but it wasn't just that. Like, the whole event from when the green flag flew on the open to the checkered flag in the race, I, I just had a good time watching everything. Yeah. I think the best part was uh, Bubba Wallace. That was oh, my favorite part. For Bubba sure, was the best part, part of the whole, the whole evening, for sure. It, I, I it, love Bubba. If you didn't tear up watching that interview of him almost breaking down after Blaney came over and gave him a big hug, I don't think oh, you're man. a real racer, racing fan, because that was that's everything. That's what that's why we watch. We want to see these guys have these emotions and drive these fast cars and see the the happiness yeah. and the sadness sometimes that comes along with it. But that's what makes or the anger. Them. Don't forget the anger. Uh, yeah, yeah we we'll get into that. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Definitely Bubba stole the show in the beginning, but I mean, you know, just him racing into there. He had to, like, that team had to make some tough calls at the end because obviously not pitting at the end of the stage puts you in the back for the beginning of the next stage. And stage three being as short as it was, like, you know, there wasn't any time for him to get back up there. But holy cow, the the Open is always so... I always like watching the Open. I don't really stick around for the All-Star race, but the Open this year just blew me away. That was so much fun. No, I totally agree. Totally agree. And these guys were driving the fuck out of these cars. Like, oh my goodness, Daniel Hamrick like just destroyed his car trying to not even win the race, just finishing third for the stage. Yeah, he got pissed at. That was the rookie of the year battle right there. Yeah, that was the rookie of the year battle. So hopefully, like tempers keep flaring for the rest of the season. I'm down to see who wins that one. Right now, I think Priest is still the better rookie, but that's just me. I think Priest is the better driver, Hamrick's and better equipment. I think they're both great drivers. It's just, um, I think Priest is really something special, along with his teammates. Oh, for sure. Special. They're just not in the best equipment. Yeah, I can't, I don't, I, I can't say anything because I actually know both of them. So. <laughs> yes, there's no, there's no way you can talk any trash here. Um, nice humble brag. <laughs> I know NASCAR drivers in real life. My name is Alex. <laughs> <laughs> um. What was I going to say? Oh, but I mean, I didn't see actually what happened to Busher. I tuned into the open around lap eight, I think. And I just didn't really see like what happened there. Wait, with Busher? Busher. Yeah, he was out of the race by the time I started watching. It felt like. I don't know what happened to Busher now that I think about it. Yeah. I oh, mean, yeah. He had he had a uh, I think his rear axle broke. That's not oh, the, good. The panard bar broke. That's right. The that's rear end was like yeah. oh, that's tough. side to side. 
Yeah, that you kind of need that, I think, to race the car. I mean, I'm no, I'm no technical expert, but I think you might need that. It's definitely required to keep the rear end straight. (laughs) Oh, I mean, you know, ask Daniel Hemrick that question if it really helped him out because he could not keep that fucking thing off the wall. It felt like. Oh my goodness. Um, I mean, I just love the open. Those guys are all fighting for like the chance at a million dollars, and I mean, Kyle Larson was able to to prove it. I mean, it it just goes to show those guys really put on a show in the beginning and like both stages, they ended almost exactly the same with just Bubba Wallace just pretty much side by side. And just one other time, just like the first time didn't wreck second time. He's, he was on the outside, I think for the second time. And he's like, no, there's no way I'm letting, I'm letting uh, Daniel Suarez get this. And I think it ruined Suarez's car actually. Yeah. Yeah. Mistake uh, with the first one because he gave Byron too much room on the bottom, and mm-hmm. then the second time he literally <laughs> didn't even leave it the lane open. So Suarez hit that new Astro turf and just went straight sideways. I, I think the Astro turf has been there though. I do want to point that out. I think when I went to the in um, yeah, no, no, they added it for the Roval. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. It's really nice. You can definitely uh, you can you can lay down on that and feel pretty comfortable. I just want to point that out. <laughs> no splitters lost it was a good day exactly yeah. that was really cool because like i mean that they would have like suarez would just dug the car into the into the grass there if that oh, yeah. was like normal grass so i mean if you're an astroturf company you're trying to invest in nascar right now because i feel like nascar should be looking into that for most of their tracks especially the um the mile and a half ones where cars seem to go through the infield more often i mean i don't think daytona will ever do it but you know that would be pretty cool if other tracks start adopting this I absolutely think Daytona, especially Talladega, will because they used to have big grass areas like on the infield. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Uh, where, I remember where Rusty, where Rusty Wallace went barrel rolling down the front stretch oh, yeah. back in what eight, late eighties or something. That's yeah. all paved now. So. Oh yeah. What's the What's the next step? Well, we can't get rid of all the grass. Just make it fake green stuff, and you know, still serve the same purpose as looking pretty, and serve the same effect as asphalt. It would be I don't nice like the because idea of painting it just because that's like like some people throwing it out there because that's literally just you know, take a shortcut and there's no repercussions. But yeah, Astro Tariff is a fantastic compromise. Yeah, make them lose grip, but also Astro don't let them rip off the front end of the car. Maybe make the car not be able to be ripped off. You ever thought of that one? Seven. Checkmate. <laughs> I. God, I got nothing for that. Yeah, you got nothing there because I'm I'm correct. I think I, well, th- this was a new package, anyways, for the All Star Race, and the splitter wasn't as uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, caved in as it prominent. usually was. Yeah, prominent. Thank you. That's that's a better synonym. Um, you know, there there really wasn't much of a splitter on the car for the most part. I mean, it, it, the new package is interesting because the the ducks on the top they they really are very noticeable, but also it kind of makes it better in certain regards of the racing, but again, the leader just kind of can run away again. The people or the drivers said that they could follow a little bit better. Not, not too much better, but it helped them follow a little bit um, better. And they said, honestly, the splitter was probably the main reason for that because they used to get down in dirty air, like on the, on the track and they would just get super tight. And I guess whatever the new adjustment is, uh, that doesn't, that issue isn't as prominent. I really hope NASCAR doesn't see this as like an opportunity to just introduce this as the twenty like twenty package. Now it's like, oh, well, this oh, was such be. a success. 100%. You're this not going to get a this race. Has been such a success. On Glock's poll, it was the highest rated race of the year. So I don't, I don't think NASCAR is going to be like, well, 
They didn't like we'll, it. They we'll get it. into a, a whole bunch of Gluck stuff later because I know that he's now just abruptly <laughs> switched teams. Oh, yeah. yeah so season started. Him and Ken Rosenthal are now best friends. It's wacky as fuck. Uh, but we'll get into that later. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I had a good time with the Open. I didn't watch uh, past segment two, I think, of the All-Star race because I had somewhere to be. But I caught the um, replay after, after like, I already knew what happened. And honestly, like, just the racing was very intense for the most part. But restarts were definitely far better than they usually have been. I mean, you're basically relying on being pushed rather than being, like, the leader. You know, like, the leaders are relying on the cars behind them, kind of like a super speedway. And it's, I guess that's what NASCAR wants to push itself towards, is every track is going to be, like, a super speedway. But, man, those restarts were exciting. Yeah, it's like tandem racing for the first half a lap, and then it's kind of you're on your own to make your moves. But I mean, Larson got a dumb push on that last restart. I mean, I think it was Harvick that was pushing him. Or Mm -hmm. yep, yep, yeah, that was it. Was just almighty, and he he could have wrecked it coming off off of turn two. Like he he had just no business putting his car there, and he just made it work. It worked. Whatever works works. (laughs) I was gonna say, like, I mean, he just dumbfounded all of you guys right there. But one one thing I noticed was Kyle Busch kept on saying that he he can't go anywhere because like if you look at a lot of the replays he just starts falling away during the restarts like yeah the king yeah. of restarts had nothing on restarts that's surprising to me maybe yeah, he should relinquish his title perhaps so. perhaps he's been canceled who knows Kyle Larson got a blinding restart once again thank you Lee Dipper. yeah. <laughs> blinding race that oh man I, I can't wait for lee to come on for sonoma i really or not sonoma Watkins Glen. i hope that happens this year no he's not well don't don't spoil it for me i talked <laughs> to him i talked to him at saint pete he it's in his mind i've implanted the, the, the we got it you guys are best plant. friends yeah no we, we we had a whole two sentences that we spoke to each other it was beautiful okay nice flex nice flex <laughs> well i mean alex knows you know nascar guys i know lee diffie I, I think, know. Who's, who's 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 winning? Who, who's winning here? Uh, my would... wife, I'd say me. <laughs> Methy knows everyone. Methy ended up on the podcast because of his name. So, you know, oh my god, stranger things have happened. I mean, I reproduced in real life, so I mean, anything's possible, I guess. <laughs> that, yeah, anything is possible. <laughs> You're also best friends with the stork, I see. Wow, another flex I didn't need to know about. Speaking of Kyle ah. Busch, though, he did win the truck race, which means he went I was five for five in his five cups or five truck series starts this year. Well, and it also means we don't have to see him anymore for the rest of the year in trucks, too. Yeah, I think I mean to go five for five. There's so much that can happen in each one of these races. I feel like that's that's pretty cool. No, that's that's an accomplishment because the last year he, I remember last year he had Atlanta in the bag, and his last pit stop, the tire just falls off the truck. Mm-hmm. So anything can happen, but for Kyle Busch to just outright dominate again, it, I, no one's shocked by it. It's yeah. like it's just another yeah, we truck so race good. that I just Nobody didn't surprised. want to watch. Like. You just expect it from Kyle Busch now. Like, honestly, if he doesn't win, it's a disappointment. Like, you're just expecting it every single time he's out there. That's the only reason to watch is, though, like, what's going to happen to him where he doesn't win? Oh, he wins? Bah. Yeah. I've got a big uh, 
big huge shout out to Natalie Decker for making it a cold clean two laps this time. <laughs> wow, good for her. Did you see the video on Twitter of just her like season this year and like Taylor Swift's I knew you were trouble when you walked in just <laughs> playing in the background? It's I feel have like not, but I will look for that. She is oh man, well, just on. it's just it's over. But hey, I think that we have Haley Deegan, I believe, ran an Arca race this weekend. Did she not? Yeah, well, she did. Yeah, but she so, wrecked out. Yeah, she had a she had a nice hard. she had a nice uh, Instagram rant about it. So I saw that and I was like, oh man, I was gonna watch that live and I just completely forgot it was on. I'm be real. I didn't I didn't really like her rant. I, I'm a big Haley Deegan supporter, but yeah, like, no, she she does complain a lot about other drivers on social media more than other drivers will complain. I know the point was like the guy was, you know, blocking her, chopping her nose. And I'm like, well, the guy's got a job to do in race and not let anyone pass. So it's like, yeah, no, I get it. She, you know, I mean, at that point, if someone like, it's just the Martinsville rule, just tap them, tap them. They won't move, move them. Yeah. There it is. She wanted to keep the car clean. I get it. But I mean, where were they racing? Salem? Toledo. Toledo. That's a, that's a half mile. Am I, am I incorrect with that? No, you're right. Yeah, so you gotta Very move. Fast them. half mile. You gotta move them. Yeah, well, she'll learn. She's nineteen, I think, or eighteen. Like she'll learn. Oh, I think she's seventeen. Good do lord. She, do you think she's 17. better than Danica so far? Yeah. Do you think she will be? Well, Danica got thrown in there. Like Haley's I think she will be. Her way up. I don't think. But thing is, I don't. Okay, go, what were you saying, Kevin? I don't think as of now she's better, just because she's only a teenager. And she hasn't proven anything in the top three series because she literally hasn't been there. At least, I mean, Danica had like what a fourth place finish in the Xfinity series once on merit. So it's like, I guess, did she? By the yeah, Vegas. Yeah, that was, oh. that, was a fuel, that was a fuel strategy race too. But it was, was it? Yeah, 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 I remember kind that of on merit. <laughs> um, I mean, that's fair. Got you got to you got to put there. yourself in position. Yeah. See, I wouldn't call her better now, but that's just because she's so like she still has so much experience to gain. But I think. Yeah, Danica also had to be better. Danica got thrown into NASCAR in her 30s, also. Like, she had been racing IndyCar and like kart and, um, or not, I'm sorry, go karts. And she'd been racing a lot of stuff well, like into like what Haley's doing now. Haley has won in stock cars, which Danica can say she's never done. I mean, True. albeit it's like a KN series, that's still a whoa, technically whoa, whoa. She a stock won the fan boat one year. Oh, good. So she has won something. Her and Alex Bowman have both won something in the top series. Yes. Danica won at Indy in Indy. No, she she won a in Japan in two thousand. She won in Japan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not not eight? at Indy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say she oh, never, never Indy, won the in Indy. No, in Indy. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Indy, no, she Indy won. Car? She won in Motel. Yeah. that was Indy a fuel, that was also a fuel strategy race as well. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm not trying to take away because again, fuel strategy oh. races you need to put yourself in the position, save the fuel, and just have the. A good crew chief that's willing to make that call, but like, yeah, I mean, yeah. she still won no, a race. Her, race. her race engineer earned that win more so than Danica. Yeah, I mean, hey, Danica still has one more win than I do, and so good for her. Was that and, um, a, po- and a podium at the five hundred? Yes, she a podium. Yes. Yeah, she finished third in like two thousand seven. Oh my god! Yeah, she almost won it in two thousand five. Almost won it in two thousand eleven, I think, or two thousand ten. Like oh, she, she, she was she very good at won her rookie year. She, yeah, she should have won her rookie, that was the rookie year, year. That was Marco. Marco Andretti also had his coming out. That was 2006, not 2006. No, that was 06. And like Marco should have won that race. And then Sam Hornish Jr. just basically oh, was like, right, oh, hey, yeah. by the way, I'm really fucking good. 
at the Indy 500. So y'all don't mind. I'm going to just snag this. Yeah, Hornish noped him at the line. <laughs> yeah, that was, that, was, that was probably one of my favorite Indy 500s like, of the last season. I think that's the closest finish. In... That is the closest. Nope, nope. Uh, my boy uh, Ryan Hunter-Ray has the closest finish of all time, 2012. That was, wait. I, in, in that Indy? was a photo finish. That was a photo finish, was it not? Are we talking in, like IndyCar in general or the Indy 500? No, Indy, Indy 500. Was that not a photo finish? I'm pretty sure 06 is the closest finish, and I think Ryan Hunter Ray won in 2014. Well, this is why Google exists, my friend. All Under right. yellow, uh, too, I think. The f- well, it used to be 92 was the closest between Goodyear and Mears, I believe it was. Um, this is Hunter Jr., who just got his Hunter fourth Jr. DUI, by the way. Wow, good for him. No, it's still actually 92 is considered the closest. Yeah, that was less than 2014. a car length. 2014 was the one... That I was so thinking. Alonso has uh, as many uh, DUIs as Indy 500 wins now. Wow! That... No, uh, Junior's got four DUIs, two 500 wins. 200. I think his dad's got four oh, 500 okay. wins, but zero. Oh, Ryan Hunter Ray won so. in 2014. I'm sorry, but still, Ryan Hunter Ray like that was a very close finish, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that was pretty close. Yeah, so you dick. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Ouch. should we use that as a transition to? Yeah, absolutely. Everything? I think that we we pretty much. Oh well, no, we haven't talked about the most important thing from the All Star Weekend, and that was the Rock'em Sock. Oh Miller. yes, we haven't. We didn't even get into that. So first of all, Ryan Newman was driving like absolute shit, in my opinion. I don't know how you guys feel about it, but he got into Bubba, spun himself out, and then got into Boyer, and he kept blaming everyone else for it. And I don't even know, but. The, the the fight afterwards was ridiculous. I don't know how you guys feel about it. That was at first glance, I was like, "Oh fuck yeah, they're fighting." And then when I looked at the replay, I'm like, "Oh, that's just kind of Boyer, just kind of not even doing anything." I feel like Boyer's Boyer the last came person down. I expected to not take his helmet off in a fight, and then yeah, anyone who leaves their helmet on in a fight is just it's, it's like a catcher leaving his gear is his is like face mask on during a fight. But, but when you get fired up like that. You're not That's thinking not. about taking the helmet off. You're thinking about oh, yeah, the car. Not. Yeah, I mean, would be the one who would like come out and speak out. He would be like the first person to speak out and say like, "Well, you know, if I was in a fight, I would have taken my helmet off." I don't know. I feel like that's Boyer's hard personality. Well, I mean, also like, Boyer, in the moment, yeah. Boyer had the 2012 moment with Gordon. He wasn't running around with a helmet on, but that was also not like you know in the moment. Like that took Boyer running around the entire garage to get there. Yeah. So. Yeah, um, no, when you get, when you're pissed off in a car and you want to go beat someone's ass, all you're thinking is belts off, wheel off, net down, get out. Yeah, just get out and whatever. And then he stood up and turned around, and Newman's ten feet away from him. He's not going to be like, "You stay in the car. I'm going to take my helmet off. We're going to have a scheduled appointment for this." <laughs> no, he just went over there and played rock and sock him on his head. Did Did you see the tweet between um, uh, what's his spotter's name, Brett? Brett, yeah, and uh, Jeb Burton. Yeah, that was good stuff. I was like, dang. Do you know I, Jeb? I, I, is, I didn't, I didn't Jeb's not that. even his real name, right? No, we, we discussed this actually on one of the episodes. Okay. <laughs> it's, yeah, it, Jeb is like the rest of development joke with Job, where it's just his initials. Like, yep. it's like, it's Jebediah. God, what's the middle name? It's like Edward or something, Burton. It was John Edward, wasn't it? 
It's not Jebediah. <laughs> it's Jebediah, you son of a bitch. No, pre- is it not? There's no way no, Warburg would name his son Jebediah. Why wouldn't he name his son Jebediah? I mean, Warburg can barely enunciate anything. He's my favorite what, driver, what okay? Just... I can make fun of him. That's fair. What did you just say? Jebediah, close enough. I'm not going to have him repeat it. Just write it on birth certificate and get him out of here. <laughs> Jebediah. I mean, I'm fine with it. Um, I was going to say, okay, no, but I still... McDowell versus uh, Suarez is still the better fight this season. I think yep. so too. Yes, I agree. The and I'm funny. It's funny, like you know, Bubba and, and Suarez got into trouble. I, I was wondering. I'm wondering if going through Bubba's mind was, oh, do I have to like fight Suarez in a cage now after that? Like Bubba's definitely riled was riled up enough that he probably could like could have done anything. I'm. I mean, the fucking Steve Austin like Coca Cola smash in the face was just oh, beautiful. That was fantastic. That was hilarious. Like I caught that on Twitter because I didn't get to see the driver intros, and I heard that they were all playing like their Bristol music or whatever. Um, but yeah, that was, was no again fucks Bubba, given by Bubba there. Bubba with the highlight of the night again, as usual. <laughs> so I think crying we, in the arms of his friend Blaney. <laughs> loved it. I hopefully we see more fights in the future, but hopefully they're a little more, a little better than that. <laughs> Um, also NASCAR not penalizing them also kind of goes into the whole NASCAR kind of doesn't really care if they fight as long as like no one else gets it on camera yeah as long as they can get it on camera and oh (laughs) did they get it on camera well the thing Um, is both of them had helmets on so it's not like either one of them really got did Newman have his helmet on still I didn't see Newman was helmet off yeah Newman looked helmet off in the car I mean I think Boyer landed one too because he looked like he had a yeah, not quite a no, guy, yeah. Well, Newman's face was red, but that also could have been just from breathing too hard. It's true. <laughs> it's hard to get all the air down past the exactly. Nose. You can ask Denny Hamlin about that. We almost, we almost fucking. Uh, I mean, he's not dead, so you know, we're doing we're doing pretty good with that so far. We've kept Denny away from the carbon monoxide poison. Um, but anyway, so, that's that's no joke. That stuff hurts. No, I I I I bet I couldn't imagine actually what Denny was going through in that car. That was actually actually literally one of the worst case scenarios that could happen in a car these days. But um, yeah. Any other thoughts from the All Star Weekend? It was enjoyable, I it, and I look forward to the six hundred because of it. Yeah, yeah, I think I finally am on the. Let's keep the All Stars in Charlotte and have its own weekend, like. I liked it. Oh, you, you're you're back on that because I know earlier in a season, I was I was never even on it to begin with, but I was just watching the whole thing and I was like, I'm so glad this is has its own weekend and like. Well, yeah, hey. because now you do get the two Charlotte races now that are both on the speedway since the fall ones at the Roval now. So. Exactly, I do like how there's a difference. Yeah, and I also love the colors around the track now since the Roval's been implemented. Like Charlotte looks so nice now. With I get it, it's a little bit like flashy but i like it for what it is is that a I, random red white and blue stripe on the back stretch why is that there yeah. oh the chicane yeah, yeah. oh i love i love yep. that it looks so nice and just the way that they're like four wide down there it just oh man people it, are it like, looked really cool over the weekend they need to remove that paint because someone if they go down there uh they could they could hit the wall and like if you're going down there in the first place you're gonna hit the wall <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, that's no, not going to cause them to hit the wall. They're yeah, going exactly. to regardless. <laughs> yeah. If anything, it'll just put up a colorful smoke show, which, hey, that's good for everybody. Yeah, I mean, yeah. shit, I'm hoping that they can do a burnout on the backstretch next time. 
No, that'd be, be sick. That'd be <laughs> sweet. I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, well, maybe I just gave an idea to someone. Who knows? We'll see this weekend. I think Xfinity also races this weekend, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Let's ask Alex. Yep. Yeah. The hey, Alex yeah. 300. It's the 300? Yeah. Oh, man. The, only half of this. The Osco 300, like the one of the three this year. Are there, yeah, are there, there going to be four stages? No. Oh. <laughs> Fools, I say. Oh, man. We, we've already pretty much gotten our rants out about the, the four stages for the 600. It's just uh, wacky. Um, don't, for, don't forget about the pause at halftime. Oh, yes. No, of course. We, we can totally get into that when we get to our preview. But let's go ahead and dive into the Indy 500. So, personally speaking, the Indy 500 is probably the most exciting race of the year for me outside of Talladega and the, five, and the Daytona 500. It's definitely my favorite Indy car race. I don't know about you guys. Um, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Absolutely the most exciting. Watch any other Indy car race and be like, "Wow, I'm so much more hyped for this than the Indy 500." Like, I don't know. Last week, last weekend's uh, GP was so fucking. Good. It was good, but like, there's no. There oh was yeah, not a lot of hype around it. Yeah, it that's probably the first good one in its history. So. Yeah. Well, thank you for the rain. Um. Yes. I don't know what the weather looks like for this weekend. I know down it here it does not look good, unfortunately. Oh man, because I remember 2005 when um or was it 04 no it was 05 when buddy rice won and it was like rained out halfway through it was such a disappointing that was 04 yeah because weldon won in 05 i mean it looks like a typical indianapolis early uh summer weather forecast so it's not saying it's a washout but they're gonna have to get they're gonna need some luck i'm hoping just a matter of where and how hard exactly yeah well, I'm hoping that um we get the full 500 miles. I'm hoping that we get a clean 500 miles. Um, you know, we've had some interesting wrecks. Define clean. <laughs> uh, no one goes airborne. All right, that's fair. Okay, that's agree with that. yeah, that's fair. yeah. I, we've I, there's been some really bad wrecks uh, in practice, but there's there's always wrecks that look really bad in practice, and the drivers will probably be like, oh, what, like it didn't really hurt or anything like that. But I mean, it still rattles you, and definitely as a fan, like. There was a wreck, um, uh, like I think one of the practice days where, like, I don't know who it was, just got up in the, into the wall out of turn two, and I think Jack Harvey just missed him by a couple feet, like coming down the track. Oh, yeah, and I was just was, like, "Jeez, uh, Louise, that that would be my scariest thing." Yeah, because it's not Seriously. even that these cars just bounce off the wall now. They don't just stay up there when they hit the wall because of the, and it's not like a bad thing about this. The safer barrier is necessary, but it bounces the cars back now. Like especially not as these... bad as it used to. Anybody remember Did... that IROC race where Ari Leindyke got like catapulted back in front of people? See, I don't, I, I, I don't remember that. You've, I, I didn't oh. get to watch enough IROC when I was a kid. I, I love IROC races. I did get to watch though. That, that's I forgot a YouTube race. search moment for you right yeah, there because he got catapulted. Do you, do you know that off uh, the top like of your head? Oh three, oh four. It I'll was look that up. Four, and it was the prototype for the safer barrier. Yeah. They, it was like barrels behind steel, but the barrels yeah. literally launched him back into traffic. It was like, oh, that looked like it hurt. Oh God, he's gonna die! Yeah, I'm gonna I'm Damn. gonna look that up because I I miss old IROC racing. I really wish they would be able to to do that again someday. Then we actually could get Lewis Hamilton against Kyle Busch. Then we actually could do it. That'd be fun. That that would be fun, but Lewis Hamilton would never do anything if it wasn't Mercedes. Let's be honest yeah, here. No, um, pretty much their uh, uh, 
He's pretty much their bitch right now, and you know what? <laughs> I'd be okay with it. Yeah, I wouldn't mind being Mercedes' bitch. Like getting, I paid hundred million dollars. Yeah. If I was best friends bitch, with, I'll do it. If I was best friends with Justin Bieber, I wouldn't care either. Let's be honest here. Um, but yeah, going All back to the Indy entourage fight, life. Going back to the Indy Five Hundred. I mean, me and Kevin have obviously talked about, um, you know, just kind of. The, the safety of these cars and just like the concern with that. I know it's not like the thing anyone wants to really talk about with the Indy 500, but I mean, I just, these cars are just terrifying to me and they're still going like 230 around this track, which is absurdly fast. It's not even the fastest that they used to get up to here. Yeah. All, all you gotta um, say is I know my buddy's uh, flying over from Spain. He's super excited to see Alonzo in his second uh, attempt. Oh, oh man, that's gonna be oh, fun wait. to watch. Oh wait, oh, that would have been so nice if he made it because I really like the indie, like indie needs things like that. They really do need like stories like that shit, like him, Almendinger, Kurt Busch coming over, like these guys that have a chance to up like upend the drivers who are actually like in the series. And they're definitely gonna I lose some international audience from that. But oh, I think for sure. the publicity that it got will help them uh, in the U.S. demographic. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, the but there is that, still a lot of international drivers in the field. Go on, uh, Matthew. No, I'm saying the fact that that Alonso didn't make it just proves how serious that statement of Indy don't give a shit who you are. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. If you oh, ain't James fast enough, a couple years go ago. Home. Yeah, right? But I also think that Alonso not getting in showed that IndyCar drivers are the on par or have the same caliber of talent as Formula One. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, you know, Marcus Erickson made the field. I Marcus Erickson made the field, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> see, I know so much. I don't the have three, like, uh, as you can the see, three drivers know. that didn't make it are uh, F1 driver or former F1 driver, former F1 driver, and then like Red Bull reserve driver. Oh, of course. Because I think the third one, Patricio, Patricio, yes, Patricio. Um, I'm looking it up right now on line to see what it is. Oh man, they're gonna make this complicated for me, aren't they? It was, yeah, you're right. It was Max Shelton with Carlin, Patricio Mm. Award with Carlin, and then Fernando with Carlin. Oh, Patricio didn't make it. No, he did. He was doing really well at the GP too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Carlin had a. Shit the bed. Shit the bed. Yep. <laughs> Some there was oh Hinchcliffe is like all the way in the back too, of course. <laughs> yeah, was, Hinchcliffe yeah. was in jeopardy. I'm not making it. Yeah, see, two years in a row. Wow. You guys want to do picks or are we saving that? Yeah, we can absolutely do picks. Oh, Ben Hanley, that was who um I, I follow um this one guy on Twitter and he was very impressed by Ben Hanley's qualifying performance because he wasn't supposed to make it. Yeah. Oh, our boy, our boy Mateus made it, and he is in row eight. Well, 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 next to Ryan Hunter. All right, real quick, I want to point out, um, if I haven't mentioned on this podcast before, um, Ryan Hunter went to my high school, and that's why he's like my favorite driver. So, okay, weird flex, weird flex, but I see. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't know him in real life, but I remember, um, I graduated high school in 2012, and I tweeted at him like, "Hey, I'm graduating from Car- your alma mater, Cardinal Gibbons. Shouts out Gibbons, go Chiefs." Um. <laughs> And he tweets me back, like, that's awesome. Tell Mr. Ott, who was the principal at the time, I said hi. And I told my, uh, I told Mr. Ott, and he laughed because the Indy 500 was literally the next day 
and Hunter Ray didn't do that well that year, but he ended up winning it two years later. And I remember this professor I had, she would, she told a story once that like, oh, I remember Ryan Hunter Ray. I told him like, you know, you shouldn't be pursuing racing. It's dangerous. And that motherfucker won the Indy 500. So fuck you, Mrs. Thank job of the foot. That's what we called her <laughs> job of the foot. She had a fucked up foot. Damn. <laughs> wow. She was, she was the worst. And now Ryan Hunter Ray is an Indy 500 champion. He's gonna win. He's gonna win it, and that's my pick. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh. Actually, I'll let Methy go first with his actual pick. So, I'm going with Ed Carpenter just because. Oh hell yeah, hell yeah! Ed Ed doesn't race the entire season. He owns the team, but man, he always looks good there. <laughs> he always yeah, looks good that's there. That's true. a good pick, and he's also starting on row one. So great pick there. That was I would have picked him if he started row twelve. Just. There is no row 12. Um, no. Yeah, so you would have picked him if he didn't make the field, you fool. I know. I, I meant 12th. I meant 12th. Well, I got you. I got you. Um, yeah, I know. Ed seems, Ed never has won the Indy 500, if I'm not mistaken, right? No, you're correct. correct. Yeah. Yeah, so, hey, I mean. fast several times, though. This could be the year. I know that uh, his boy Spencer Piggott, I think that's also an Ed Carpenter racing vehicle. He has looked good all weekend. Yeah. Like, he is very fast. I would not be surprised if he's out there. Like, if Ed Carpenter wins the Indy 500 as an owner again, I think he won it with Sato. Um, no, that was AJ Foyt. Um, you know, if Ed Carpenter wins it as an owner, I think that'd be pretty cool. Like, even though, you know, he'd obviously want to win it as the driver. Even though his stepdad owned it or owns it, I forget who owns it now. I think it's still yeah, Ed Tony- Carpenter Racing. No, no, it's still Ed Carpenter Racing, but his. Uh, Tony George was a stepdad, I believe. Oh, I didn't know. That. I did not know that either. You learn something new every day. Oh, Colton Hurd is starting fifth. Nice. Yeah, Hurd is really good. Yeah, Hurd is a beast. All right. Um, let's let Alex go. I feel like we've kind of just cut Alex out of this entire show by accident. <laughs> no. Um, I would. So ever since I kind of started watching IndyCar, I've always followed one driver. Danica that, Patrick. <laughs> no, that would be Marco Andretti. He's starting oh. P, P10, I think. And I think that's that's close enough to the front. Uh, this is the year? I, I, I hope so. I hope so. Andretti curse is strong, though. I, this is his 13th try, man. I mean, he's he, he had some good opportunities when he was young, and now it's like he's getting older, and he's just – it's not the same driver, but hey, I like it. You know, this is a race that anyone can win, unless your name is J.R. Hildebrand. So, <laughs> oh. I, I'm know. curious to hear Kevin's pick now. I did not know that Oriel Servia was in this race. Good for him. He's literally been in every Indy 500 I've ever watched. Kurt <laughs> yeah, so. IRL, he's like, I am here. Where's my car? <laughs> <laughs> just always qualifies a cool 15th and just finishes in the top 10. So I should give uh, my pick. Yes, absolutely. So I I really want to get all three right this year. I mean that's my goal every year. Oh, you're trying to get yet. the trifecta. So I my all of my picks are pretty boring, Ooh. but I was I was watching uh coverage on Sunday of qualifying. They interviewed this guy and he said honestly. If the whole entire IndyCar schedule was ovals, I'd be happy. If you would have told me I would have said that 10 years ago, I wouldn't have believed it because he hated ovals. But now he likes them. He's really good at them. And that is none other than back-to-back Indy 500 winner 2B, 
Will Power. All right. Okay. With the, I, I, with the I just think pick. that's a safe pick. I it is a safe pick. Exactly. If you're trying to go for the trifecta, you're going to do all safe picks. Anybody yeah, on Penske I mean, is a safe pick. Penske yeah. is always a safe pick at Indy. I feel like it's almost safer than Ganassi. And I'm, you know, I mean, I would pick Penske because I think Simon Pagano has been driving out of his mind, especially after last week. But Pagano is not the oval driver. Well, he's not as good as of an oval driver as exactly. uh, his teammates. Like, he's on the pole, but I just think power um, out of him, Newgarden, and uh, Elio. Helio too, and then Pagano. Um, I just Elio. think right now is the best oval driver. And he's starting sixth, so he's already up mm-hmm. there. So I think I think he gets it done. If this was 2004, Pagano would absolutely be in the Indy 500, but he would be racing kart instead of IndyCar. Like he, yes. there'd be no way that he'd want to be doing just IRL. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was in cart, wasn't he? Pagano? No, he's not that old. I want to say he's pretty old. The to, to Google, he's thirty-five. Oh wow, he's he's thirty-five. I thought he was in his early thirties. Uh, yeah, Hello, no, Champ Car World Pagano? Champ Car World Series, which was. Wow, I did not. Okay, so yeah, see, I was right. He would be in in champ car back then. (laughs) So nothing I said was incorrect. (laughs) All right, so um, your pick. He's not my pick. My pick. I've been saying it since last year. I've been saying it since he came back from his injury. This is, I think, his first Indy 500. No, I think he ran it last year. But I am picking Sebastian Bourdais to win the Indy 500. He has never won it. He has won pretty much everything else except for the Indy 500. He has run Formula One. He's won multiple champ car championships. He's won pretty much every track on the circuit. I feel like if either in cart, he's won a couple um, Indy car races. He's one of the greatest drivers of our generation, and I think that he gets it done. It's like the Takuma Sato, Tony Kanaan victory. It's like this is an old driver that doesn't have much left in the tank as far as his prime goes, and he just got into a very bad in, uh, accident here a couple years ago. It's like, what a way to like come back from it. I think that that was two years ago that he got into that accident, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah, I think so, so. Yeah, he did race last year, but um, yeah, I mean, Sebastian Bourdais, I would love to see him in victory lane. He's probably my favorite driver out there besides Ryan Hunter Ray and Elio Castroneves, you know. So, I mean, plus he's with small car Dale Coyne or small exactly. team Dale Coyne. Exactly, it would be really cool to see him get the victory. Um, which, I, I, I love the look of his car. But I mean, I wouldn't also be surprised if Alexander Rossi wins the race, I and mean, he's so good. And fuel mileage might just come down to it because I mean, I think that he races for Ganassi, if I'm not mistaken, right? Who? R- Rossi? Uh, no, he's with Andretti. He's with Andretti. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we haven't even said uh, Dixon. No one here has said Dixon or um, Felix, but I mean, Felix is starting really far back there, and I don't know where. Dixon's starting. He's probably he's on row six with Kanan and Graham Rahal. And Rahal's another one to keep your eye out for. He's he's sneaky on these ovals. I think watch out for Ed Jones too. Young guy is super hungry. Uh, he and he lost his ride. Exactly. A couple of years and then he, I think he reached two forty on the backstretch. He's out. That's nuts. That's insane speed. Yeah, that just freaks me out when they get that fast. Uh, my goodness um yeah what if our boy matt mateus wins your boy 
My boy, our boy. He's he's he, a friend <laughs> of the program, Mateus Lace. I guess. I mean, our Swedish first and only for everyone. Our first and only interview. I think he's he's Brazilian. I think. M- 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 oh wait, Mateus. I'm sorry. I was thinking. Marcus. You're thinking of Marcus. You're thinking of Marcus. I'm hey, sorry. I'm sorry. Balls. I like those. Uh, I don't know where Marcus is, where Erickson's starting. Um, I don't even see him on here. Oh no, he's yeah, he's row five. Okay. Not yeah, really. he's with Sato and ja- James Davidson. If I'm not mistaken, I think last year James Davidson was like in a car that he should not have been out there with. Like he caused an accident, didn't he? Or no, that wasn't him. Was yeah, that he was, no, that was that was two years nope. ago. Coming out of one, he bounced that off the wall and sent Dixon airborne. That's okay, right. so no, but last year there was a driver in the field who was very, very bad and should not have been in the race. Um. Yes, I, I know that Connor Wilco. Daly. No, he finished. Hang on, I'm I'm looking up right now. But he we was, can. He even Charlie said he was Kimball. last year. He was so slow, but yeah, yeah. Watch out for Connor Daly too. Is another guy who's kind of on like a, a one timer deal and has a super fast car. He was fastest on Fast Friday, so. Mm-hmm. I'll see. All right. Well, we can move along here to. I mean, hopefully it's a good race. Hopefully it doesn't get rained out. Hopefully no one gets hurt. Mm-hmm. Um. You know. I'm I just, into that. It's at 11 also, so I get to wake up early from Monaco at 6, and then I can take a little... The race is on at 8, right? Uh, (laughs) 9. Oh, well, I'm not waking up at 6, then. (laughs) I ain't waking up at 6 either. Well, it's perfect, because Monaco ends exactly when when, uh, Indy starts, so it's perfect for me. I can just... I just need to have a good breakfast, I feel like. and I will say that 11 o'clock start time at Indy is very deceptive. That's when the coverage charts put green flags Mm -hmm. on to, like, 12.45 Eastern. I mean, that's fine, because if the race stays green, it's only a two-hour race, if you like. Yeah, it's a pretty quick race. It ain't, it ain't staying green. That's a big F. <laughs> These cars are so just all over the place, it feels yeah. like. Okay, here we go. What Box you? score. Who finished in last? No, it was James Davison. Oh. Yeah. Two years oh, no, no, wait, no, wait. Hold on, wait. What is this? Oh. He, Who uh, the hell is this Ben yeah. Hanley guy starting in row nine? That's who I was talking about. He is, I don't know who he is, but he's like a fan favorite now because he had no business making the Indy 500. And now he's like, you know, he he, had, he showed good speed in practice and qualifying. I think he he was able to get himself in on the first day of qualifying, yeah. so, which it's is very, very often. When, it's not very often I say, wait, who's this guy? Yeah, this yeah. is his first ever IndyCar race, too, if I'm oh, not wow. mistaken. Yeah. Dang. I mean, you know, that what a like what a story that would be. Uh yeah, it was James Davison. He got into Takuma Sato, who won the race last year, or in 2017. And I remember, I, I remember Scott Goodyear was freaking out on TV, like a driver like this should not be in the Indy 500 if he's driving like this <laughs> and creating a moving chicane. And I was just like, wow, I didn't know that we had, uh, you know, Jeff Van Gundy doing IndyCar announcing all of a sudden. <laughs> like it, it was, it, it, he looked really bad last year. But if he's gotten better. And he can avoid being in a shit car. Because um, it's impossible. I, I mean, he was in an AJ Foyt car, and AJ Foyt cars weren't even that bad last oh, year. Oh, wait, quick, I uh, just want to point out quick congrats to Brad Kozlowski, who has his second child on the way. Congrats Yay. on the sex. Congrats. <laughs> really happy for you, Brad. Oh, man. Uh, think that's a post Atlanta uh, win. Oh, I mean, yeah. He's got, sure. he's got three wins for this year, sure. so. <laughs> I don't know how far she's along, but um, 
I got followed. I, I, I think it's post Atlanta. Yeah. Kyle Larson's I, first kid was post uh, Auto Club in 2014. Yep. Owen. Yep. That was hilarious. <laughs> and then he went 0 and 60 for the next couple races in NASCAR. You shut your whore mouth. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So moving on to NASCAR, we got the Coke 600, obviously the longest race of the year, four stages to make it easier for us idiot fans, and a halftime break for us to remember the troops. Um, it's not really. Oh, it's really not my favorite race of the year. It's one of the really? ones I keep on the back burner. I don't. I don't like it. It's just because of the Jimmy Johnson domination from years past that kind of turned me away from it. And then Truex and what was that? 2016, where he just led all but six laps. 2017, I think. Out of the Either way, goals, I'd say it's probably my third favorite with Darlington being second and Daytona being the first. Um, I almost like it more than I. I almost like the Indy race more than than the Coke 600. I think I do. I think I look forward to Indy more just because of the spectacle of it. And it was Not 2016, I, by the way. 2017 was um, dab on him, Dylan. Wow. Oh, uh, rain delay. Or fuel mileage, that's right. Yes. Yeah. See, that is the one thing about the Coke 600, that we can at least get fuel mileage in it. And that has been issues in the past, obviously. Dale Jr.'s heartbreaking uh, loss, I think that was 2011. Yeah, it was not um, a good day to be a National Guard sponsor. Uh, <laughs> it was such a rough day. I remember yeah. I went I went to dinner with my girlfriend and my family, and I was watching the last five laps. I'm like, wow, Junior's actually going to win this. Oh, never mind. That was probably Wait, the best. So close. Was uh, that when he, when he ran out of gas, like turn four? Turn four. four. I don't yeah. remember who. I think Kane won that Harvick. race. Oh, Harvick won that one? Harvick, bitch. You guys seen that? Of course. Video? The closer. Mr. Where yep. did he come from? That's fantastic. <laughs> No one calls yeah, him a closer a... anymore except for Mike Joy. I think, was would you guys say day. of the decade, 2011 <laughs> was the best uh, double? Or 8,500 Coke, 600? No. Like I, I can't remember I that far back. No. Was, There's what, definitely was been the, better was ones. That the year, was that the year uh, Weldon won? Yeah. And then yeah. the guard yeah. car? That was a terrible year for National Guard. Both National Guard cars mm-hmm. leading on the last lap coming out of four, neither wins. Yep. What was the year? No, it was 2005 because Denny was in the FedEx car in 06. I was going to say, if it was, if we're talking like the best days, like consecutive races, I mean, you could argue 05, but I don't remember that Indy 500 as well. I know Weldon won it, but I don't remember it being a great race, but I remember the Coke 600 being incredible. I mean, they broke the caution record. That yeah, day. I was going to say that's one of the. That was 21 cautions, I believe, they had without stages. Um, you know, and then Bobby Labonte should have fucking won that race. If only he – I mean, for a champion driver not to push Jimmy out of the way. Oh, man. it's uh, That would have been such a perfect way for Bobby to get his last win. Like, I mean, I was, I was there for Bobby's last victory, but I didn't expect that to be his last victory. No yeah. one did. 2005, you could see the decline already. You already could tell it was already, like – the tail end of Bobby's career and like that would have been a perfect win, especially with like Jason Luffler not making the field and him using that paint scheme, mm. which is still one of my favorite. Penn State. That's right. The only two oh, drivers yeah. that I would say like I was rooting hard for Bobby that night. Most people knew that their last win was when they saw it was Gordon at Martinsville Gordon. and then mm-hmm. Stewart at Sonoma and Kenseth yeah. at Phoenix. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> See, I always forget Kenseth. I forgot that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People don't think about that Kenseth win in 2017. But, yeah, Kenseth, that was, like, pretty much it. Like, we knew yeah. that he was going to retire. And, he, I mean, yeah, he came back. But, you know, like, 
That was it. Like when Junior, <laughs> when Junior won his last race at Phoenix from a light rain delay, everyone was like, "No, mm-hmm. hold one, one." But no. Well, we also didn't know he was going to retire either. Like, but no, he like, still had two years after that. And he never. All those, all those drivers had announced their retirement that year or the year before. Yes, that is yeah. true. Well, Kenseth didn't really announce his retirement. He just he said, was just uh, forced out. Yeah, it yeah. was basically, "Hey, Eric Jones is driving this car next year," and that was the end of the discussion. <laughs> I apologize to Kenseth for forgetting about him. Oh, yeah, no. Kenseth got a raw deal to retire. I mean, drivers that had less success in Cup had better, like, off parties than yeah. him. Like, well, shall we, shall we get into our Cup 600 picks? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Let me just do something real quick. Oh. I think Anthony should go first this time. Yes, I agree. Okay. Um... Okay, six. So my uh, dark horse is going to be my boy Ty Dillon. Then, Get okay, I love Ty Dillon. He's continuously proven his worth, and uh, yeah, I um, I yeah, I'm going with Ty Dillon. All right. So yeah, that's my dark horse. Uh, Kevin, you go. I'm just going to give a race winner. Um, so I'll let you. If anyone else wants to give those, Here, I'll let you race winner. Okay, well, I, I just read Alex's message also. So, I mean, if Alex, you just want to make all your picks right now? No, nah, I, I think we're good. Oh, okay. Um, all right, well, so, so you just want to pick your winner? Am I, so is Ty Dillon just my race winner then? No, no, no I mean, no, you no, can no, give no, your no, sleeper no, and dark horse if you want, but I'm not. Okay, gonna. fine. I'll give my sleeper and dark horse then <laughs> so I can just, I can have all these picks. Perfect. Yeah. You guys won't get anything. Exactly. You um, get the okay. Beautiful. So uh, my dark horse is going to be uh, Stenhouse. I think he looked good during the Open. I think that he has a good car. He can get a top 10 finish, I think, especially if it's a strategy race. And with the package they're running, which looked decent at the All-Star race, if they keep it close, Stenhouse is really good in that type of traffic. And if the restarts are as psychotic as they were at Kansas, Stenhouse might have a chance. We're not the same package, though. Not, no, in the 2018 All-Star race, I'm saying. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. Okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, obviously, they're not running the, the, the 2019 All-Star Race package. But Stenhouse, you know, a top 10 for him would be solid. He needs the points. He needs to be more consistent, not wreck the car or anything. So that would be pretty nice to see him have a top 10. Um, as far as race winners go, I keep picking him, and he keeps disappointing me. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick to my guns. I think that, you know, he kind of got a... You know, just not the best of deals. He was a great pusher in the All-Star Race, but I think Harvick gets the job done. I think Harvick's going to win the Coke 600. Um, hopefully I didn't take away your safe pick there, Kevin. Oh, no, I don't, I don't give a damn what you're doing. I'm, I'm going with Harvick, too. <laughs> oh, well, okay. Well, you can't, you can't have Harvick. See you later. Do you want to make all your picks, or do you just want to pick your favorite? Uh, we'll get to Monaco. Oh, you mean just for... Uh... The Coke 600, yeah. No, I uh sure, why not, I guess. Dark horse, uh Chris Busher, sleeper. Ooh, good one, good one. Okay. Uh Eric that's a Jones. great pick. More Harvick. There you go. No, you can't have Harvick. Well, I said fuck. Don't you. you know the rules? Don't you know the rules? It's, it's, this is it's a special no. weekend. I'm just going no, for wins. No, but that special weekend was only for the Indy five hundred in Monaco. No, 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 no. It's for all three races. I'm trying to that's get this. bullshit. I'm That's trying to ridiculous. get this triple crown. I don't, I don't give a damn what you think it is. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I won't allow it. Pick anyone else on Stuart Haas. Nope. <laughs> you're, you're fine then. I okay. won't pick Kevin. No, I'll pick Kevin. Or... You know what? No, suck a dick. I'm picking Kyle Larson. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, 
You can have you can have Kevin Harvick. He'll finish in fourth like he always does. Damn. Oh. <laughs> All right, you guys, you guys ready for this? Absolutely. Uh, dark horse would be Benedetto. Okay. Yes. He looked good and he looked good in the open. Had, yep. had, had great restarts, but he's blocking a lot there. Yep. Uh, what was the what's the second one? Uh, sleeper. Sleeper. Bubba Wallace. Well, that okay. That's a hell of a sleeper a right sleeper. there. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Like, that that might be hibernation right there. Be- because I don't know. I uh, he's got his bottom. swagger back. He's definitely got his swagger back after that open win. I I I just think I I think he's gonna break through. I don't think he's going to necessarily win, but I think we're going to start seeing something out of him. He needs Good. a rebound. He needs a he needs a big time rebound here. And then my winner. And I ain't talking about the track. My winner. I I don't think I've ever in my life going to say any, like I don't think I'll ever pick this person again. Oh, it's Alex Bowman. <laughs> no, it's going to be Kyle Busch. Oh yeah. It's a good pick, but God, every time I would pick Kyle Busch too, I just felt dirty. Here's my here's my reason out of that. His car was terrible at the All Star, so they're going to come back and they're going to make sure he has a really dominant car. So I think I don't I don't know I just I think I Kyle Busch is going to be with the one to beat this weekend. I feel like when Kyle Busch doesn't have a good car, I like to imagine he lines up all his crew guys and throws water balloons at them or something like that. <laughs> just sprays them with a hose like a dog. Like, like this is this is what you get for for giving me a shit car. This is this this is what you get. This is your punishment. Just has him step on Legos without any shoes on. Oh God, that hurt. All right, Matthew. after what we saw last year out of him in this race, I don't see why he wouldn't repeat it. I don't think he'll get that um, those same statistics. I don't think we'll see a guy leading over, you know, ninety five percent of the race like we have two of the last three years at this race, just because the new package. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see. And just, we'll see but, how they are back in the field. They they definitely are more racy in the middle of the field, which can cause more incidents. Yeah. They're gonna definitely, they're definitely gonna feel that the cars are far more maneuverable, and I'm sure the younger guys are gonna make some mistakes. So we'll see how the restarts go. As far as that, um, Methy, it's uh, it's you now. Uh, the remainder of Stuart Haas. Okay, so we'll take Suarez. As, he'll be my dark horse. He'll be your dark horse, and then Almirola, and then Boyer. So you're taking Boyer to win it all. That's yep. a good pick. That's a good Boyer's pick. Boyer's been really yeah. good lately. So. Yeah, okay. Boyer, you know, he's and he's willing to fight people. So, you know that he's willing mm-hmm. to just wreck some people on the on the on the track. So, I will say Whether Boyer's it's... downfall this weekend <laughs> might be having to get past Newman if he's the leader and Yeah, because that's not hard normally. Exactly. Well, no, think... Newman's going to make it Wider than his neck, which is almost impossible. <laughs> I always Doesn't think like have a neck. Uh, wider than his body. Yeah, there is no bad. neck. <laughs> his right, neck is his entire torso. Yeah. And Ryan Newman, if you hear True. this, I love you. Northwest Indiana, please don't kill me. All right, you guys just want to jump right into Monaco and do our wanna, yes. I just want to point out that Daniel Suarez is not a dark horse. Whatever. <laughs> no, he's my I sleeper. Think... He's my sleeper. No, he's your dark horse. Almirola is your sleeper because Almirola has one rate. Oh, okay. okay. I, I forgot yeah. the rules for that. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's Technically speaking, you can't be a dark horse if you've won unless your name is Chris Busher. True. Okay. Or Fair Casey Kane last year. Um, 
Okay. I mean, we can go into Monaco right now. I don't think there's yeah. anything else we're missing from the Coke 600 here. Uh, we don't have any of the results for qualifying or practice yet. So, um, to, uh, X- Xfinity, you know, good. This weekend in the yeah. Good luck to Ross. Chess. Ross is in the floor, I assume. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, good luck to hey, Ross. Hey, and, and here's here. I'm going to drop a little, little knowledge. Don't know if you guys knew this yet. Let's go. But we got Flex Seal on board three of the cars. Let's Hey-o. go. Just is it like are, are all of them flex seal or is it like flex seal flex tape and then like flex i know there's another one flex glue. so, flex glue. so th- this week we're uh we're switching it up since ross will be carrying his florida watermelon yes uh, i love it i love that car um, bj in the 15 will have flex seal okay. beautiful uh steven light in the 01 will have flex glue don't and, sniff that, by the way. And Garrett will be carrying the flex tape. Nice. Oh, nice. Okay, so now I know who I'm looking out there. I like how I like how sponsors do that. That's kind of what Coca Cola is doing in the on yeah. side. They got a Coca Cola, or I think it's Coke Zero on the three, Coca Cola on the forty one, and Coca Cola Orange Vanilla on the forty three. The Orange Vanilla Coke um, is on the forty three. Wait, yeah. the forty one? Isn't Larson also a Coke driver? Uh, yeah, but Larson's credit one. Oh, boo, whatever. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I might switch. Make my own. Never mind. Um, to Monaco. Let's see here. To Monaco we go. Oh, wow. Yeah, that does look nice on the 15. Alex just sent us a little picture oh. of what the. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. No, I, that is, they look so much better in person, like like up close and personal. No, I agree. I love the tires. Like that's just the oh, one thing about JDM is I love the just the color tires. It's so nice. I don't. I don't have a picture of Garrett's. I mean, that's I have this one. Wow, fired. I'm assuming it looks like that, but it's his tape. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine that though. I need to see it. If I can't see the word tape, I can't imagine it. <laughs> that's you're sad that's sad. um is is uh ross in the his is pink for the uh florida watermelon am i right no oh is it just is it red with just a little green on it uh well he has uh like a watermelon rind wrap on the bottom that's cool i like that uh well, i'll be rooting for ross this weekend i yeah yeah Realistically, I think he'll if he can get a top ten, that'd be awesome. Oh, all, all, all I'm gonna say, all I'm gonna say, watch the four car. Yeah, I'll watch the four car because that's be that's 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 my guy. So <laughs> that's our guy. That's the podcast guy. Like <laughs> that's our wait, guy. Wait, wait, I, what about Briscoe or, or Brandon Jones? I thought I thought this was Bra- a okay. No, podcast. Brandon Jones is my guy. Like we are. A- pro brandon jones podcast but because we have you on the show we are also a pro jdm team don't worry like we can we can have like multiple like you know teams that we root for pardon you um (laughs) we we definitely i don't think brandon jones is going to win this race at all like i i I, brandon jones has been slipping and it's it's a very unfortunate. Like I'm trying to think who's good at Charlotte in the Xfinity series. It doesn't matter who's good at Charlotte because as long as Christopher Bell is racing, he's gonna probably win the race. Oh. I would like to see Tyler Reddick win. Point uh, point. Tyler, yeah. Tyler's been racing out of his mind this season, and his he looked great at Kansas. Definitely got his confidence up. 
I think um, Allgaier's due for a really good run. Allgaier is going to have a run in the I summer. Would I would that. Like yeah. late summer before the chase, Allgaier is going to go on a random run when like he's probably going to win one of the road courses. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, he's he, good he, for he's not gonna, America. Yeah, so Allgaier is going to probably have like three wins before the chase cut off. Um, but I'm, I mean, dude, if Reddick can get a win this weekend, that would be huge for him. Um, but yeah. Uh, looking forward to his that last name, Saturday night. His, I assume, right? Or is his that last name is Red Dick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever noticed that. It is. It's, Red uh, Dick. I think it's Saturday at one p.m. To be honest. There, I'll, t- I'll tell you right now. Here, I'll, I'll give you a rundown of the schedule. Or would we that be Penga de Rojo? Uh, qualifying nine thirty-five a.m. Drivers meeting ten forty-five. Driver intros twelve thirty. Uh. Then that would probably put the race at one one thirty. I will hopefully be able to catch that. I'm gonna be working Saturday, but I will try my best to catch that. And then uh just, <laughs> just you're uh, making this more difficult for me. <laughs> just a fun little little trivia here. Ross and Garrett will both be on trackside live after Oh sweet. So you're welcome for uh putting my drivers in there. Fair enough. Yeah, no, thank you so much. For your service, Alex, you are your saint. You said Ross yeah. and Garrett? Yeah, Ross will be on at 4.30. I don't know if it's a tape delay or whatnot. And then Garrett will be on at 5. Did anybody know Garrett could sing that well? Wait, Garrett's a singer? Didn't you yeah. see the uh, – was it karaoke to uh, – was it old-time rock and roll? Yeah, yeah from uh, pit, the Pit Road Pickers at Dover, yeah. yeah he got up on stage and was singing with them. I was like, damn. That's not that's bad. Cool. Okay. Wow. I didn't know that Garrett was a singer there, so that's that's interesting. Yeah, in high school he did uh choir and theater and all that stuff. Yeah. Wow. He's quite the character. <laughs> his his <laughs> mom was Miss Kentucky. Wow. That's and, a that's a hell of a flex. <laughs> and then his dad, I mean, is just a badass firefighter well, we have- pilot, so we have yeah, something in common. My grandmother was Miss Jamaica in the 50s. So, I mean, it's perfect. Are you serious? Yeah, but that was before, like, like, like in the 50s, the world was a very different place. And, and people of color were not allowed in Miss Universe, unfortunately. Oh. Was she of British descent? <laughs> My grandmother is, uh, is, is Jamaican, so she's, she's you know. The Yaman. No, she's she's proper Jamaican. Sorry, she doesn't have like a like a patois accent. She has like a like a Queens English accent, which is very wacky actually. Because like she has like the Jamaican slur, but like she tries to speak proper. It's really nice. Like if you know you guys ever get the chance to ever meet my grandmother, which I don't think you would, but if you do, she's a very interesting <laughs> woman. She was in the first James Bond movie. Oh, oh, get out of oh wow. Yeah. Oh yeah, I could, I could, I could put that in the group chat. Um, the scene, like I know exactly where it is, and I can point her out. It's my, well, no, she's not in it. She was like a background person, but my aunt actually was in it. Like you can see her face. Um, but she got to dance with Sean Connery when my mom was pregnant, so that's really cool. Like my mom technically oh, danced with yeah. Sean Connery. That's a cool and flex. I'll give you Sean, that. <laughs> Sean's my favorite Bond. I don't know about you guys, but I, I like Daniel Craig. I don't know why. It's just Daniel, no, Daniel Craig's it, great. Don't oh, get me yeah, wrong, but. Sean Connery is just like a legend, you know. He, oh he yeah, is. no, he, he was he nailed it. But I just think for the time that Sean Connery movies came out versus today, oh yeah, for Daniel sure. Craig nails the uh, uh, 
Bond yeah, 25 is going to be good. I'm, 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 I'm excited for that one. Uh-huh. All right. But anyways, we, we got a little off topic there. Um, so Monaco. Technically, uh, no, we didn't because Monte Carlo, Monte Casino, gambling, Monaco, fam. Yes. There's your segue. Boom. Wow. Oh, this, is only, why I, this is why I need you. Only Messi would be able to like deduce <laughs> the, the steps to figure out that transition. The like, correlation yeah, just, is perfect there. I, I just would have said, all right, now on to Monaco. Um, yeah. <laughs> on to Monte Carlo. And this is not typically like a race that, um, you know, is the most exciting in the world. It's mostly just if you're on the pole, you're probably going to win. It's more of a spectacle than it is a race. And yes, I think we can all agree on that. It is an impossible track. I have tried to run it on multiple like simulation games and it is just so difficult. Like, I don't understand how people do it in real life. Um, like between like not even like being able to see the turns you're going into, like the hairpin is actually so tight around the casino that or whatever it's called over there that the cars technically cannot get around that. They have to modify them for the weekend so they can get around that corner, which I didn't yeah, know about. Modified, this year. Yeah, they got a modified uh, rack so they can turn the wheel more. It's insane. Like, I didn't even know that. They can't go around that corner more than 30 miles an hour. It's just insane, like, to me, how they do this. That's but, cool. um, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a fun race, but I mean, it's nothing very exciting. Daniel Ricardo absolutely dominated it last year. Almost had an incident on pit road, which could have cost him, but still came out on, in front. I think that him and Hamilton, I believe Hamilton was in second last year, was if it, I'm not. Was it was the year before they didn't have the tires ready for him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that was why 2017 was a disaster for him and why last year was so important for him to get that, that win finally. 16, I believe. It yeah. was 16. Oh, but yeah, yeah, I mean, obviously, Ricardo's not going to be much of a threat this year because he's not running for Red Bull. Um, I mean, this year, Mercedes has been one, two in every single race. Yep. Like, it's ridiculous. This is Mercedes. This is the most dominant year. And I thought I had already seen their most dominant year. And now they've reached their final form. It seems. Yeah, I, I think. I don't think they have. Oh, no, please don't say that. Part. I don't, don't think they have. Like I, I, don't, I mean, I, Charles Leclerc should have won at Bahrain, but uh, I mean, you know, other than that, he didn't. And Mercedes has still been one, two, and they're going to win their constructors. Yeah, Lewis is probably going to get a sixth. I mean, I think unless uh, Verstappen can out qualify the Mercedes, because Red Bull is really good at Monaco. As oh, yeah. Can. Oh, yeah. Um, if he can just avoid hitting the wall and fp3 like he did last year and make a qualifying attempt that mm-hmm. was just by millimeters oh my god their biggest challenge i mean i guess ferrari can pull some like strategy sure. to where um they can leave someone out and then you know slow up the leader like red bull can't really do that because gasly is just so far off <laughs> i always forget that gasly is I the feel second bad, red bull driver true. because all all bond is 20 is like 21 years old and he's at um toro rosso and he's almost i think he's better than gasly already yeah, I'd, i yeah. would not be surprised if by the end of the year we see all bond in that car i don't think they do a mid-season switch i talked to They've done it before. No, yeah. They, I mean, they did it for Verstappen, and then Verstappen won his first race, so I wouldn't be surprised. Yep. Well, we'll see. I mean, you know, definitely Gasly has to really have a good weekend. If he can get yeah. a podium, that would be that would be the kick in the leg he needs. But I would definitely keep an eye on Claire. I think this is a good it's a good track for him. This is uh It's his home track. He's exactly, yeah. yeah. This is he's th- gonna, this he's can... gonna go full bubba and no fucks given. 
This this could be either. I mean, dude, checkers or wreckers, probably. I mean, he definitely cannot wreck the vehicle, but like you know, I I feel like if he can start within top three, he could make some daring moves going into that chicane out of the tunnel. So it's turn it's one. Like Monica turn is, one is so difficult to make anything happen. Get past turn one, guys. and then um, run, rabbit, run. Yeah, yeah. there's only you can one DRS zone. Yeah, also. but like besides that, that's it. Yeah, there's only one DRS zone, if I'm not mistaken, down the front stretch. Very short yeah, I DRS. Right. I think it's the shortest DRS the on the schedule. Maybe they got one through the tunnel. No, not too, through the tunnel. They? they don't have one through the tunnel. At least last I checked, they didn't have the tunnel, yeah. but they might have added it this year. They should. Like yeah. That would be a great spot to have it. I mean, I feel like that's the best passing zone only on the track. Hard on the track you can pass, pretty much. These cars are yeah. so wide. But here's um, the thing it doesn't matter because Battle's going to win. Oh, okay. Battle. So we've got. So we've wow. we seem to have our picks here. Because yeah, I, I think I'm picking Charles. Right I'm, picking Le- I'm picking Leclerc to win Damn. it. You can pick Leclerc if you want because th- there's only so many good drivers. There are no rules this weekend with who can pick Leclerc. Oh, you have Verstappen. No. I... Oh, Kevin, you don't have Verstappen? No. Oh, you're taking Hamilton, you piece of I'm shit. I'm taking Hamilton. You piece of shit. I'm telling him, going for that sweet, bro. Safe picks. Safe picks, safe picks. Not that Verstappen's not a safe pick, but I just think everyone. I mean, Mercedes firing on all cylinders. Pun You'd be a fool to not. bet against them. Intended. It's yeah. just like they haven't lost a race yet, so why mm-hmm. why bet against them? You know, I just think Hamilton uh, is. I, I mean, I Botas has been closer, but I think Hamilton has a lot more. I mean, he does have a lot more experience at Monaco, and I think that'll be the difference. Between Hamilton them. has like four wins at Monaco, I think, if I'm not mistaken. I think he. I think he won two. Oh, he only has two. Wow. Oh, eight I think and he 16. won 2017, if I'm not mistaken. Nope. He I'm, did. I'm looking at the. No, I'm looking 20. at his Wikipedia page because I was interested in the uh, DRS zone, but now uh, Hamilton won it in 08 and 16, and that's it. That's right. He, yeah, because I remember 16, from. he was hanging out with Bieber in Victory Lane, and I was uh, like, "Of course, Bieber's in Monaco." Who won in 2017? Was that Vettel? Oh, come on! Hang on a second. It probably was Vettel if it wasn't Botas. Seventeen. Yeah, and seventeen, it was Vettel. Oh, yeah, okay. that's what I thought. Sure. Vettel just people forget that Vettel is also a four-time champion. Like, mm-hmm. so he just and that's why got that's exactly why I picked him. People underestimate him because, I mean, when he was with Red Bull, he won what like eleven out of thirteen races that one year. Yeah, yeah he, he was absolutely a cheat code. Four championships in a row. Yeah, yeah. So he's got the skills. He has the know-how. I'm hoping that uh, Mappa know how. Yes, I'm hoping Ferrari just does something and and gets him up there. You know what? Wait, hold on, Matthew. Did you pick Leclerc? I wanted to, yeah, but okay, I'm yeah. actually going to go you with. Can, uh, you, I'm gonna... you can no, no, no. You take Leclerc. I'll take Verstappen. I was going to go with Botas if you were going to take Leclerc. Okay. Well, no, Gander. I'm not going to take. I'm not going to take. Leclerc. <laughs> I'm take Verstappen. So no one's picking. So there's like five. We, we all agree. There's like five drivers that can win that race. And no, there's, excuse three. Me. there's three. There's three. Well, Kimi Raikkonen could win the race if everyone. No, I think, I think any of the, the top three teams can win. Minus Gasly. Except drivers. What? Yeah. And Daniel Ricciardo, if he has a good qualifying. Nope. Nope. <laughs> no one believes in Ricciardo anymore. I believe in Ricciardo's no, abilities, I, I, but I don't believe in his car. I don't believe in Reno. 
Yeah, Renault's are like not very I, good. ever since the new like MGUH and system in Formula One. If you're not one of those three teams, you're not winning a race. Nope, pretty much That's the way it is. Really unfortunate. Without, without rain who just, or who just sent that Yabo? Oh, Ooh. Raphael Devers, let's go. Sorry, I'm watching the Red Sox game. No. Um, oh, sorry to interrupt you. No, yeah. it's fine. I mean, the Red Sox are winning, so I'm, <laughs> clearly I'm in a great mood because the Red Sox are winning. So. This is good. All right. So, yeah, I mean, hopefully Monaco is a good show, but I'm not going to wake up at 6 a.m. for it. I'll wake up at 8.45. Like I do for most. Yeah, 8.45, take a shower. Depends, um, on, depends on if I go out drinking on Saturday because I know that my, all my friends are going out on, on Saturday for the con- – no, wait. No, they're not going out Saturday. They're going out Sunday. I'll have my eyes glued to the first uh, the TV, the first five laps, and I'll probably pick up some breakfast while Hamilton increases his lead study by study. You're, yeah, you're, hoping. you're hoping for a good show. I'm hoping for a shit show. <laughs> I hope it's oh. a shit show. It's not yeah, going to rain. I checked the forecast, so that sucks. Yeah, rain at uh, Monaco is not fun. Uh, <laughs> no, it's it's super for fun. For them, it's not fun for them. It's yeah, great for, for us. us. For literally everyone else, it's amazing. But, uh, yeah, the only one with rain in the forecast this weekend is Indy, unfortunately. Of course, the one, the one that matters the most. Ugh, God. All right. So that's pretty much Monica right there. So uh, rounding out the field, um, quick uh, thoughts and prayers to Nicky Lotta and his family. Uh, we oh, you know, for sure. Respect. N- you know, Nicky is one of the greatest drivers of all time in Formula One. He was one of the biggest pioneers in the safety innovations to Formula One in the 70s and 80s. Without him, we probably would have a lot more drivers that would have unfortunately lost their lives during those years. So thank you so much, Nikki, for everything you did, not only for the sport of F1, but for Ferrari itself. I mean, Ferrari continued to be a powerhouse because of his input, his intellect, and his ability to understand how a race car should, should race. And I, I implore anyone who has not seen the movie Rush to go see it. It's it's my favorite racing movie of all time. Um, and the, 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 the actor who portrayed um, Nikki absolutely was pretty much spot on. I mean, I showed that movie to my grandmother who Nikki Lauda was her favorite driver. And she was like, it looked, ex- it looked and sounded exactly like it was crazy. Um, so, you know, RIP Nikki. I don't know if you guys have anything you want to say about that. You pretty much covered it all. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. He was, <laughs> yeah. Uh, he was a beast. I mean, he almost he he almost died. Yeah, he should have died. Should have, yeah, probably. Yeah. That, that was when they ran the crazy ass sixteen mile Nurbur too. Like, and he he a, came a back track that they had no business weeks. running. He came back six weeks later. Yeah, to, it's in, it's almost won the championship, mm-hmm. and decided he, to just not even run in the final race because of the rain. Like, he he should have won the championship. Honestly, yeah. And yeah. I don't blame him. It, it the safety was not there back then, and he knew it right away. And I, you he know, I don't blame out. him. God bless him. Yeah, we we still had Nikki for years and years, and he, he did so much for the sport. And you know, God bless him. You know, just thoughts and prayers with his family and to the entire F one community. You know, it's obviously a tough loss. Um, but yeah, for sure. We got um. So there was some a rumor on Reddit this week, or well, I don't oh, know if it Jesus. was Reddit. No, <laughs> no Alex, we're not going there. We're no, not we're going, going there. there. We're going there. No, I'm going there. Bring it. Bring even it. Not, even if it's not real, I want to talk about it because I mean, they've got the, the, text, the idea it's real. that Honda could be joining NASCAR. That's like uh, a I pretty, thought you were going in a different direction. 
What direction did you think I was going? What rumor did you get? Larson to the Brothers to be replaced by Chastain to be replaced by John Hunter Nemechek. That's not happening. That's not happening. (laughs) Of course, as much as I want Ross Chastain in the 42, Larson's not going to the 21. (laughs) That's the most ridiculous rumor I've ever heard. I I will say, if you did listen to that, that podcast it like it definitely sounded like tj majors he like he kind of owned up in it he was like look like i get why i get how people are interpreting those questions when i said but he didn't mean that that way but like he it's works a rumor he works for an affiliate team so it's like okay he does have some background um backing to whatever he was saying so it's i, know I understand it's but it's like you know someone could say like oh he's going to team car because that's an affiliate to a future four car team there I think everyone in NASCAR knows Larson can get any ride he wants if it's open. Yeah, Larson could honestly, like, yeah. Larson, Larson to the get. five confirmed. Please. Mm-hmm. Please, I NASCAR, think, just bring back five car team. I think Larson, say, Larson's and, holding out for uh, Stuart Haas. Yeah, he'll say I'm I can sure ask is. That's a Harvick smart move. And then he'll take over the floor in 2022. Or when Suarez leaves or doesn't have any. Yeah, because the Lorcas are up before. Oh, that's fair. Custer is doing yes. that well. I don't know what what's going on with Briscoe, but we'll see. Briscoe would, Briscoe's I, awesome. I, yeah, I, I would just, love I to like see Briscoe at like the Wood Brothers, but I'm pr- it's probably going to be Cendric, which kind of pisses me off. But I think Briscoe's better than Cendric. That I don't I, know I if that's so even too. a hot take. I don't even know if that's a hot take. No, that's, that's yeah, that's just a regular. That's fact. So right, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a I loop. think like <laughs> the one thing that I would say that uh, Cendric's better at than Briscoe is road course races. Yet Briscoe has more road course NASCAR wins than he's got a road course win and a dirt track win to his yeah. career. It's like, wait, what? I mean, in addition to Homestead and the Truck Series, and maybe a couple others. Was that his only truck win? Uh, I believe so. In the I trucks, think. yeah, he won it. Yeah. I believe. I can't look this up because my phone's um, doo doo brown. But anyways, um. <laughs> But yeah, I don't think that Larson's going to go to the 21. I'm just going to no, him that one. But as far as Honda coming over to RPM, is there any like water like in that cup? Or no. is that just also no. nonsense? I'm going to say maybe only because I honestly believe NASCAR is going to be going to the 3.5 liter V6 engine package and every manufacturer out there has a 3.5 liter V6 in one of their cars. I Let's actually get it. I'd love that just because more manufacturers is good plus and, and I'm mm-hmm. assuming it would be unrestricted, right? Uh, yeah, with a 3.5 V6, uh, even with the Ford uh, EcoBoost that they've been running in the, uh, uh, what is it, series? IMSA? Uh, IMSA, whatever the one NASCAR owns. Yeah, I, yeah IMSA. The Daytona oh, prototype. IMSA, yeah. The Daytona yeah. prototypes with the GT40 or the Ford, G, yeah. the, the Ford GT, yeah, excuse me. IMSA. Yeah. I, I, it's... I, I just don't see they're they're talking about reducing horsepower to attract more manufacturers. They're talking about slowing yeah, them down. I heard it's gonna downforce. be at like the five fifty wait, what'd you say about downforce? Well with re- increase in downforce and everything to make it more um hmm. manufacturer I like- controlled. I, I just I see them going towards a three point five liter V six engine. It's easy to get five hundred horsepower 550 horsepower out yeah. of that package. It's just they're lowering the standards to be able to attract more money. 
more manufacturers. I mean, that's what they have to do. I feel like. Yeah. I mean, I'm really excited for. No, NASCAR. I like the idea of them. I like the whole idea of all of that, except for the lower or the higher downforce part. I think. Uh, yeah. A V6 engine where everyone knew. Like, if we can have six manufacturers running every race, you know how awesome that would be? That'd be yeah, awesome. get Tesla yeah, in here. But and if we reason, have a fuck ton of downforce, I would not like that. And the only reason I see them going towards a, quote, fuck ton of downforce is, hey, you don't have to spend millions and millions in wind tunnel time. You can put out a brick of a car that isn't aerodynamic, and you'll still be competitive. Uh, it would be interesting. Yeah, we'll see. They're throwing the bait out there with high high downforce, which is code for less aerodynamic. Yeah, and I mean, as long as they horsepower are at least, if I can see the driver making a difference, then I'm okay. I guess. Um, mm-hmm. I think. I mean, there's. It's been confirmed by O'Donnell on Twitter saying like how there's not going to be a splitter, so that'll help put put it more back in the driver's hands. So I think we'll see him more. I think we'll see somewhere in between what we have now and what we had last year in terms of like a driver um, of like ability being able to be showcased. Um, mm-hmm. But I think we'll see more manufacturers, which is a good thing. And how are you going to get that putting out an aerodynamic tendencies of a brick and lower horsepower with an engine that everybody's been producing for decades that is easy to develop because they've already got the nice, easy base platform set up for it mm-hmm. i was listening to uh the dale jr download and helton was on he was saying how um if the like the new the way they're designing the gen 7 car there's room and air in the uh in the engine department for if they want to go hybrid um they can slide that in there so i thought that was, that, that was a really interesting comment that's a, that is very interesting it's yeah. coming. It has to. As long Which, as they're allowed, uh, I think it'll be fine. I think it'll get some, you know, PR backlash just because it's like, oh wow, hybrid, and, you know, them Toyotas and whatnot, whatever. Um, these Toyotas are taking all my nerves. As long as they're still allowed, though, I don't see it being. Uh, Wait, yeah, I as work long for, as I work, they're, they're I work at a Toyota dealership, so they're not taking jobs; they're giving jobs. Exactly. I got let go from Ford, so they care. God bless America and Toyota USA. They're bringing jobs to America, not shipping them to Mexico. Exactly. Yeah. Like the people Thank that say, you. like, shouts out Toyota. Whatever Toyota, I'm like, you're stupid. <laughs> you're stupid. <laughs> you're there stupid. Was, there was a time where the Camry was the only car made in America in the top yeah. two or three series. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I remember that. Good time. Fusion, well, I, made in I, Mexico. I, Impala, I like, I like these. made in Canada. I honestly like the new Toyota Camrys now that they have much oh, better than the older new, ones. The new nose is beautiful. Mm-hmm. And yeah, do you think, I own a Toyota, so I love Toyota. Do you, do you think they'll go with the Supra? And Cup, no. No. That'd be sick if they did the label. I honestly think it's just better that they have different cars in the lower series than they would have um, in the Cup series. I think it just makes it more unique, and that's why it was a little disappointing that, like, you know, Chevy and Ford were both like, ah, oh, we'll have Mustangs for both, and we'll have uh, Camaros for both. It's fine. I, nope. I kind of think that the Cup Series should be the whole, um, you know, like the, the Mustangs, the Camaros, the Supra, but then the... Yes, and then the Xfinity, Xfinity car should, should, be, should be... Like Camry, and then... Um, the the like Ford Mala. Fiesta, and... Um, <laughs> I'm down. When are we going to have the NASCAR Hatchback Series? I want that. I don't That'd know why sick. I want that, but I want it. 
I'm waiting for the SUV series to replace the uh, truck series. Oh, <laughs> fuck. The Ford, Ford Expedition. What, what do we got? Chevy Tahoe. And, Toyota uh, Sequoia. Yes. Oh, my God. My dad had the first Sequoia that came out in 2000. And, oh, man, that thing ran for years. I, I think bet it's still running. Mi- uh, my dad sold it a couple of years ago. I don't know who's running it now, but I'm it's sure still that's still, I'm sure it's still running. I'm sure it's 300,000 <laughs> miles on and it's still running like a butte. That's uh, good miles to the gallon. Great. Going great back people. to the Honda rumor, out of all the new manufacturers coming in, who do you see um, McLaren. coming into the sport? <laughs> <laughs> McLaren's like, I want to be in every sport. I see, I see Nissan personally over Nissan for sure. Honda, but I think Honda's probably number two. I, I wouldn't what about know. Hyundai? No. I don't think they have the finances. Yeah, I just don't see Hyundai and NASCAR being a... Hyundai. They would I do would it. love to see they... Daryl Waltrip have to say that word. I'll be long gone by then. <laughs> <laughs> it's Honda, Hyundai... no, it's Hyundai. <laughs> it's Hyundai, like Sunday, but with an H. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm just going over the list. I don't know how like willing European vehicles like Volkswagen, Mercedes, BMW, and I could see Volkswagen to be honest. Everyone keeps saying Volkswagen, and Volkswagen, obviously, you could put the Jetta or Prestige. Yeah, like literally just put the Jetta. The new Jettas look wonderful. They already pretty much have the NASCAR frame and body like going on with like the new kind of look to it, and it it could work, but I don't know. I mean, Beetle in the Xfinity series. I would love love to, you know, if only Pontiac still exists, I'd love to see them make a comeback. I just think Nissan, they can do so much because they can do, um, Mm -hmm. they can run the GTR, I guess, if they wanted to. No, it wouldn't be the GTR. If they wanted to. If they wanted to, they could do that in Xfinity, I think. That would be fun. Supras versus GTRs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mustangs, Camaros, Supras, and if Acura comes in the NSX or something like that. All I'm, all I'm saying is if it, if Nissan does put GTRs hypothetically in Cup, if whoever's driving that does not come out to the Tokyo Drift theme, they're playing themselves. For real, yeah. Like, Bristol Nuggets, yeah. that's a match we have. Oh, man, yeah. No, I would actually run through a brick wall if someone, like, started playing <laughs> that. I would leave the track, run through a brick wall, and come back. And come back. Fast and <laughs> I love it. Um... I'm trying to think who it's, else. I, oh only no! Only if their initials were DK. Yeah, oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> was it Donkey Kong? <laughs> no, no. It stands Trish for King. King. I know, I know. Do- doors open. Just what the hell is that? What's that? Uh, oh man, dude, put Suicide Doors on NASCARs also for the Nissans, please. Set it. Why not? Send it. Um, <laughs> will we see any big names like any of like the large like? luxury vehicles maybe no, you want no, to hop never, in like bentley no. never uh, aston martin they're gonna, no nope. they're gonna try to uh they have to advertise to the everyman and yeah, Tes- uh, like, that's why like toyota doesn't run lexus movies. or anything because no that's the market is, is a lexus with like a, a toyota yeah it's toyota that's yeah. what yeah. i thought that would be yeah. cool if lexus you know actually hopped on because i mean lexuses are very nice i don't know about you oh, guys. Yeah. And the RCs, I, I, oh god, and they're and wonderful I don't, vehicles. I don't know if you guys know this, but Subaru is owned by Toyota as well. Subaru, that's another one. They could honestly be like one of those. Um, no, if Toyota owns, if Toyota's already in, they're not going to have another extension. Yeah, perfect competition that's, for your. They already like, own no, the competition. Like, that's that's like Chevy versus Pontiac. Why bother? 
No. <laughs> I mean, dude, you're double down. You're doubling down on your chances for a championship. I mean, I guess yeah, I just but, don't see them doing it. But. Yeah, but you're um, double dipping into your budget as well. And, and that's nah, fair. Just run Toyota. Yeah, but the thing oh. is, if Subarus came in, you'd have to run like a flat six. <laughs> It's got to be a V6 3.5. Well, we have a flat six. Does that count? <laughs> no, no, it doesn't count. No. Volkswagen, maybe. Um, Nissan, Honda, Honda. Infinity's. Hon- who's Infinity with? Oh, Mazda. That's who I'm Nissan. Yeah, that's right. So I'm pretty is confident it? about Nissan. Semi confident mm-hmm. about Honda. Do you think? Okay, this is, this is something Kia. that is. Give me Kia. Give me Kia. I can see Kia. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. What? First off, how, how dare us not to mention Dodge so far? Who? Who? <laughs> yeah, what? I'm sorry. <laughs> what are you talking about? This, what is this Dodge? That's when you, like, someone shoots a... at you. You dodge it. You dodge it, right? Wait, are we dodging something? <laughs> Apparently, like, the subject. Like, if, if, if you can dodge it, should we ram it? Ooh. Because doesn't, doesn't dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. Yeah. This is only about a other way around. Dodge owns Kia. No, Fiat owns Dodge. Or Fiat. Okay, so Fiat like... owns Dodge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Wow. So I don't. I mean, Fiat, if Fiat and Volkswagen own like most of the car companies in the world. Yep. Anything from Europe is pretty much a Volkswagen or Mercedes derivative. Wow. I love the. Uh... The Chargers, so I really want to see that in a Gen 7 style. Oh, that'd be beautiful. It'd be beautiful. The rear end would fall yeah. out of it and go 400 miles before falling, you know, apart. But, eh, it looks well, good listen, while doing listen, it. Listen, most races are 400 miles or 500 There it miles. is. Perfect. Be fine. As long as yeah, it doesn't but... go into overtime, we're fine. <laughs> just don't. Just, they won't run the uh, Coke 600. That would be hilarious. Like, you know, oh, well, the, the race is in overtime and all the Dodgers have parked. <laughs> yeah. We've reached oh. the limit of our mileage. It's not mm-hmm. going to happen. <laughs> the car just stops respect. on the track. Drivers gets out, just shrugs like, "Well, I don't know. What am I supposed to do?" <laughs> Dude, did you forget to reset the mileage after practice? No shit. <laughs> this is an unpopular opinion, but I actually like the um, the Challenger more than the Charger. Yes, I, I can agree. I'll agree. The challenge. I love the Dodge I think Challenger. That's, I think that's unpopular. a pretty looking car. I think they're that's pretty much split. They're both fantastic looking vehicles. My buddy yeah. had a 2010 Charger that you could hear from streets over. He oh. he tuned it to the point it had 640 horsepower in it. I mean that thing was a monster. Jump chain. Uh, I think it was a V8. Okay, well listen, flex man over here. Um, oh man, that was a beautiful car, but uh. Yeah, I mean, if we get Dodge Challengers over Chargers, I'd be happy with that. I was thinking, well, definitely an American brand that we're not thinking of. And the first thing that pops in my head is like GMC. And I'm like, that can't be it. <laughs> I think, meanwhile, meanwhile, I'm driving an 06 Mustang with 230,000 miles on the original clutch. People in Challengers and Chargers. Wow. People in Challengers and Chargers. See, are like, now oh, that's race. Like, I can't what you call my days. That's a flex right there. Yeah, I, I'm surprised that that thing's lasted that long. How much of a lawnmower does it sound like at this point? It sounds good. It that's sounds surprising. good. Most, most 05 to 07 Mustangs I hear on the road sound like lawnmowers without any, like, they just sound awful. 
and Wild and two thousand. And the solar. Wow. Yeah. And I'm still on zero crowds slid into, so I got that going for me. That's that's very good. See, that's, that's very impressive. That's another that's another flex, Matthew. Come on now. Yeah, I'm I'm glad that you can contain yourself. But no, I think I, I think, can't. I know we're off on a bit of a tangent, but I think like long term, 2022. That's the one because Gen Seven debuts in 2021. But yes. the, the big thing is the new engine, and that's what's going to attract people. So that's 2022. I um, feel like we're going to start hearing more rumors as we get closer to the new car. And I mean, I'm just trying not to buy into all these because it's only going to get me excited and let me down harder than Game of Thrones. Yeah, I and think it's May, I just whoa, 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 you'll probably start whoa, whoa, hearing whoa, whoa, stop, stop, stop. stop, you started talking about Game of Thrones. What's, yeah, what's we'll wrong with Game of Thrones? We'll talk about this after the episode. Don't worry. I don't want to... I don't want, <laughs> we have our... We only are allowed one nerd thing per month, and we already decided we're going to talk about the Avengers at some point when I fix oh, my yeah. computer. So... Right, well, when you talk about Star Wars, if you don't call me, I will be pissed. That's fine. The new Star Wars movie comes but, out. But is your birthday on Star Wars Day? Are you a true... I no, don't celebrate I'm, Star Wars Day because I'm not a I'm not a weeb. Couldn't be me. I got a set of Darth Vader boxer shorts I only wear on May the 4th. <laughs> oh, I love it. I, I, May the 4th. I, I, I think this is when I get off the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for joining us, Alex. Have fun in Charlotte. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, um, all right. So going on to off of our tangents, we'll talk Game of Thrones later. Um, as far as what I've got here, we got, um, you know, uh, one more thing that happened this week was Gluck uh, switches to the Atlantic and now it's, he's, he's or the athletic, sorry. And he is actually giving his subscribers a year's worth off. of, huh? He's 40% off. Yeah. It's a good deal. Honestly, I'm, I, I was thinking, that, how, how, I was thinking, make everything. I don't know. Honestly, it's two ninety nine a month is what I've about heard. Oh, that's not bad. Wait, two ninety nine. Yeah. Two ninety nine yeah. a like month for a ninety nine cents. Like two nine, like two dollars and ninety nine cents a, a a month for a year. That's oh, that's not bad at all. It's not, not bad, bad at all. all. Yeah. yeah, I told you, Greg, not to give that monster tree fitty. Because <laughs> as, as soon as I found out that it's a subscription it's like favorite, site, favorite I was like, well, there nobody's gonna want to sign up for it. But if it's three bucks a month, oh yeah, no, for sure. And he's like, you know, he is he is probably the best NASCAR reporter out there. Like as far as like interesting. Pockers. Well, Pockers like is more he of an analyst now. He called you out. Oh yeah, Pockers called you out. Oh, was that when he was like no, Jeff made a stupid post oh. on Reddit and um it got tweeted out and then he was like, y'all gotta. Do no, I used I used the Twitter account. To he he asked a question about why does everybody hate Martin Truex and his wife? What and did they ever do to you? I responded with words that came from the sub about how the narrative of adversity, adversity had been just jammed down our throat for so long mm-hmm. that we were finally like, we're done, no more. We just yeah, adversity, we don't care anymore. And he's he responded, it's like you really shouldn't use a Twitter account like that. Like I used words from this sub, and pretty much the whole sub wanted my head. I, yeah. I'd say I used your words; those weren't my words. I know see, but you're the that. president of, of R NASCAR, and Gluck is just kind of our like, you know, our what's the word I'm looking for here? I like Gluck. I like Gluck. I like him personally. He's a good guy. He's got a he's a good dad. He's got a good wife, and God bless him. I wish him. I genuinely wish him nothing but the best. 
But I hope he trips over a rake and hits himself in the face with it. And I want to catch that shit on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm y'all, are, y'all are savage. Like, seriously. I, I said I respected him and I liked him. But hey, he, yeah, did, no. he did, he did he, like the fuse that called for my head. So I'm a little personal and salty about that. But okay, other than that, so, I like That's him. understandable. You are allowed to be salty about that. All right. I, I got I to gotta make one small confession here. Now you went to EDC with Gluck, didn't you? <laughs> no, that'd be cool though. So like, know who I am. Most of them. Yeah. However, Bob Pockris will actually talk to me now. Yeah, uh, that's cool. He's a really nice guy on Twitter. Because before I'd always say like, "Hey, Bob, how are you doing?" He'd be like, "Hey," and that would be it. Like he didn't oh. want to talk, <laughs> but I think him being on Fox and having to talk has kind of taken him out of his shell. So like, I'm yeah. really stoked. And, and him, him and Kavanaugh, Kavanaugh, Who? like Alan Kavanaugh, Kavanaugh. Oh, I was gonna Savannah? say the, the, like the, Brett Kavanaugh, the, Supreme, yeah, Court the Supreme Court justice. What? You know him? <laughs> Sorry, uh, Alan. How do you pronounce? Yeah. Is it? Kavanaugh? I don't know how Kavanaugh. to pronounce Al- Alan Cavano. Yeah. Okay, it's like Cabana without the V. No, Cabana, no, it, no, it's it's Cabana, but with a V instead of a B. Cabana. Cabana. Oh, yeah. Well, anyways, yeah. No, I, I agree his with your statement though. His Twitter name should be uh, Copa, just Copa. <laughs> oh man so does anybody I, uh, get that reference does anybody call, get that reference? Yeah, the, i will i'll laugh at it I, I know, for, I know. for your sake okay when, thank you um, thank you for your uh, patronage walking through the garage <laughs> area we were on the way to red x holler and i uh i saw bob and i like i was walking with my friends and i was like oh, i want to stop and say about podcast <laughs> but i was like no we gotta go to holler <laughs> So you should have said hi to Bob Pockers. I know. <laughs> if you ever saw me in the garage, would would you say hi to oh, me? Oh, 100%. Yeah, what are, you, what, are you, what are you kidding? Are, are you joking Would I say hi to you? I come up there and give you, like, come from behind you and be like, guess who? And you just kick me in the kidneys. Oh, right? I get your damn autograph. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> you're I, a celebrity, dude. I'd no, throw a Will Power not. at you and give you the double bird. <laughs> Yo, that's Will, Power right. is, Will Power is, is, is a nice guy in real life. You, you get more access than anybody because we, we get to struggle snuggle. This is true. And I've, <laughs> I've got like a collection in my phone of pictures of you flipping me off. So, you know, I got that kind <laughs> of that, that, is, that, is that is me and Matthew's thing. Hey, is there a way to get like a, a second telephone number like to where you don't actually have to sign up to it, but like people could still text you? Maybe through your yes, email? it's um, yes, you go, you go to Walmart, you pay 20 bucks for like a burner phone, and you get uh-huh. like a burner minutes, and then you become a <laughs> Colombian drug dealer. I was no, about to I, say, I'm not a drug lord, I can't do that. shit. Yeah, Alex, what are you trying to say here? No, because I think I think that would be an interesting concept to actually post my number. Oh, on like to actually oh, yeah. interact with the fans, yeah, that would be pretty cool, actually. I know that uh, athletes huh. do that all the time, whether or not I'm actually talking to them is another story, but we'll but figure just, that out. Yeah, that would actually be pretty cool. Just to see like how what they ask, because like you can also I, just do an AMA, I assume. <laughs> no, but that's that's the thing. If if they if I do an AMA, they all act like prim and proper because 
other people can see it. Mm, that's fair. You want you want them to ask you dumb questions. I see. Like, like that but, is the weirdest thing about Reddit is that even though it's all anonymous, like ninety eight, ninety nine percent of the people behave themselves. Because like I, on on my fan. Hoosier account, I don't go posting dumb dumb stuff. But like if, if I were to get a burner phone, I wonder how many people would just be like, oh my gosh, I have this guy's number. Or he works at, like I wonder how many would actually get really carried away with it you know do you have uh you have i mean you have control over the instagram right uh to a degree yeah the other guy do a thing with like dms there if you wanted questions to get asked i guess that's that's probably easier than going through the process of getting like a burner phone yeah yeah but for 20 bucks i might do it <laughs> yeah but for free you could also just have them that's slide in your DM. Also true. yeah but then i'm constantly- that's fair like, do you I'm want constantly... people to call you or just text? I'll I'll talk to people on the phone. I don't care. I call I yeah, call I the fan who idea. won the tickets last night. You should just oh. like post that you will have a down in the DMs uh part of this podcast where people can anonymously ask you questions and then I'll read I'll them and I'll probably make up a couple. I'll I'll don't make do up it a couple. On Reddit. <laughs> I can't Dude, put we it on Reddit. We should do that. We should we start doing that though. No, yeah. we got to promote the podcast anyway. You can. Adding, it's a good idea. We got a strict rule on Reddit about asking uh, verified accounts for stuff. It's oh like, yeah, because someone someone asked me tickets and they got banned real quick. I was like, Yeah, that's no way. A huge, wow. Yeah, that's a huge no no. So like a lot of the a lot of the stuff I get is, hey, you might want to ask JD Motorsports for this information, or like the most recent one was somebody wanted all the specs to the windshield wiper arm of a road course car. Mm-hmm. That's and I, I sent that straight uh, to Josh specific. Hamilton. I was like, uh, I, I tagged him in it. I said, I, I'm just waiting to hear back from Josh before I do anything because I don't know if that's uh, like a no go. Oh, I have never he, met. I've never met Josh. I've never talked to Josh, but he is one of the coolest, most genuine people. Yeah, I've ever Josh. A Reddit account. He's he's got to be my age. Okay. Is he is he like a, a mod or something? No. no, he's uh he works no, he's for NASCAR. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I was like, that, I don't that, that's what his flare that's what his flair says, and he comes in and he made a post about uh here's the rules, here's why we did it. And people are jumping on his shit, and he just responds, This is the message, don't shoot me. It's like he's, <laughs> you, know, you never respect. see the messenger. Respect. And he, and he and he takes it. And I and there was a post on Reddit about um it, the title of the post was, Could we be more respectful to Josh Hamilton? And he jumped in. <laughs> it, it was true because somebody, no, a, bunch of people, a bunch of people lit him up over something. I, I honestly don't remember what it was. But it was, yeah, he, he does not have to come here. No. No, no, yeah. He doesn't have to. And I got into a conversation with Martinsville Speedway, the gentleman who runs that account. Good guy. I talked to him a Harrison. couple times. Harrison, great guy, just one of them, genuinely good people. Oh yeah, for sure. I don't know how to put it better than that. I that yeah. my vocabulary isn't that big. Everything <laughs> I've seen from him has been super nice. So I don't get why people would trash on him unless they just hate NASCAR and hate everyone who works for him. It's like then why are you on the NASCAR so exactly, like, dude? There's some people in the race guy who all they do is like shit on. But whatever. It's 
and Josh was like, I'm a big boy. I can handle it. And so my yeah. comment, my reply to that was, I wasn't trying to imply that you couldn't. I was just speaking generally. It's like, yeah. he doesn't have to be here. Alex doesn't have to be on Reddit. Martin, Dover, they don't have to be there no. to answer questions or defend yeah. themselves. It's really they cool that they are. I mean, I love the interaction from all the teams, from all the drivers and all the people that come through. I mean, it's really awesome. That's why I love you know it. You know who I haven't seen post in a while is Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. I haven't really Just seen an a- FYI. either. Yeah. New Hampshire posted something today, and first comment I saw, they like, or they're adding a dirt track for the added one. First yeah. comment I saw yeah. was, wow, y'all did this too late if you're trying to get a new day back. I'm like, why are you such an asshole? <laughs> Like, yeah, but it's true. Charlotte that's a good. That's a, a good track. roast, though. I love. Texas <laughs> has a dirt track. Vegas has a dirt track. Everybody has dirt tracks now. Does Daytona yeah. have a dirt track? No. Um, Those fools. I mean, but they, they, have, they, they have a lake. That... They have a lake in the middle of their tracks. So, I mean, they got. They have a dirt track that's nearby, but it's not affiliated with. Uh... Daytona. Whatever. Anymore. I'm trying to figure out my ticket situation. Uh, Alex, are you going? Going to where? Uh, the July Daytona race. Yeah. All right, cool. I'm trying to get tickets to that race, so maybe we'll meet up for that. Okay. Yeah. Maybe we'll have a meet and greet at Daytona for all the the listeners to the podcast. <laughs> we could <laughs> we could uh we could go, we could do dinner. We could broadcast our dinner location. Yeah, we're we're going <laughs> off on crazy tangents. It's getting late. We're hitting the episode we are recorded and most of it is just us talking about like a circle jerk about the nascar subreddit which if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't been on r dash nascar on reddit you're doing yourself r slash r slash sorry r slash nascar you're doing yourself a huge disservice it's i've been on there since 2012 same with methy i don't know when kevin got on there but we're all we're all active users not well me not anymore without my account but um you know, it, it definitely go on there. You get all the news. It's it's honestly the best source of it was why I, well, I was in my uh, we're not a we're not school. a news source. Well, we're not a news source. You're my news source, Methy. You're my <laughs> in news my source. Senior year of high school, I was sitting in class, bored, and someone was saying stuff about Reddit, and I was like, let me look up and see if there's one on NASCAR there. And I was like, oh, it's like I, I don't know why I always thought Reddit was just like. Weird for some reason. I mean, to a degree, it uh, is. Because like, there are subreddits. For, like, yeah, but I was like, no, this is awesome. Just people, a bunch of people love NASCAR. Might as well. I mean, truth be told, I I wait for you guys to post stuff on the group me chat. <laughs> oh, we're the news source. I see. Perfect. I'm your pockers. Oh, only only because like I spend eight hours a day on social media. That's fair. Yeah. So I really don't care to look at social media when i'm not at work that's <laughs> fair that is completely fair so, um, and anything the, worthy and anything worthy on all the other news source or social media will end up on reddit so oh for sure reddit even if it's off topic the, uh, exactly reddit is reddit is pretty much the uh the i don't want to say the catch-all but it's definitely a uh it has everything on. because because of the <laughs> yeah. race for the the fake internet points known as karma. It's pretty much turned into a go-to source. I mean, yep. it uh, used to be Jayski. Jayski went away. Jayski lost back now. credibility, but Jayski is back now. So yeah, exactly. and I like so. it. I still like it. I'm still I'm still there. I'm still going on it for my uh, paint scheme. So I saw uh, Anthony was saying anything else from this week. Uh, NASCAR announced that. 
the Larson wreck. Um, they reviewed it, the one at Talladega where he got oh, airborne. Yeah. They yeah, said he it wasn't his... due to, um, or it, it was due to, because he got door slammed by Byron, and then he got turned around. He said because he got mm-hmm. damage, um, air got under the car, so they can't really do anything about that. So they're that was a freak probably accident. Not change the package. So I'm hoping his head also hit the steering wheel too, which is really a terrifying. <laughs> oh, it did? Yeah, yeah. No, he loosens that. his belts a little bit more than other drivers do. Yeah, they've <laughs> got in uh, slow motion in car cameras pointed solely, solely. Solely? Solely Solely at the drivers. That's a hard word to say, sorry. Yeah, no, that impact was was one of the worst impacts in the last 10 years. So, you know, hey, and he walked away from it and won the the race. He's going to win the Cup 600. How funny would it be if I end up getting the trifecta this weekend? Oh, yeah, I guess we should probably uh, end it by recapping all of our picks. Sure, I I wrote them all down. I definitely did. Um... So for the Indy for Monaco, I have Verstappen. Kevin, you have Lewis Hamilton. Uh, Matthew took Leclerc, and Alex took Vettel. As far as the Indy 500 goes, Kevin, you have Will Power. I have Sebastian Bourdais. Matthew has Ed Carpenter, and Alex took Marco Andretti. Um, or I'll just write read off the favorites. Um, I took Larson for the Coke 600. Kevin took Harvick. Um, <laughs> uh, Matthew took Boyer, and Alex took uh, Kyle Busch. So that's who we have this week. You know, I'm trying to keep standings of who has gotten the most picks right, but considering that Alex joined us midseason and Nolan left, um, it's pretty much just between me and Kevin being the best at, at predicting stuff. I think I've only gotten one right, to be honest. And who, who's got, winning so Lugano, far? I got Logano right at Vegas, and I think I picked um, – I know I picked a second one correct. I got Brad right at Atlanta, and I'm pretty sure that's about it. You got Chase Elliott right at Talladega. I got Chase Elliott right at Talladega. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh god out of all the races to get a, a pick correct that is, real, that is the craziest um but yeah I, is there anything else that you guys want to discuss real quick or is that pretty much uh pretty much yeah. it for rounding out the field for, for a future it. topic for a future topic of discussion um i'd like to, to think about how uh the media such as Pacris and Gluck, and to an extent, Jenna Fryer, just because those are the only ones I can think of off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. How are, they're turning into more of uh, Twitter bait, Twitter clickbait celebrities, more so than reporters. Well, Jenna yeah. Fryer, Jenna Fryer's been that way. Well, that's why I follow a lot of other guys. I have LTLN podcast. I follow a lot of other NASCAR and it's like Levant, Levon, Lavander. Lavender? Lavender? Is it yeah. is it Lavender? Yeah. I don't know. I so. Is he for who does he work for? Is he NBC? I have no idea, but he's probably my favorite. Uh, I no, I he like smells him delicious. <laughs> <laughs> I actually DM'd him and asked him if he wanted to oh no, it wasn't him, it was Bru- Bromberg I DM'd and asked oh, him if he wanted Bromberg. I'm you don't like Bromberg? I like Bromberg. Oh, he right. makes fun of Reddit so hard. He does. He, he just comes across off as a tool. And like everything I see him tweet about, it's just like. <laughs> well, now I'm never going to get him on the podcast. Sorry. I, I just got to throw that out there. I like. Well, I mean, no, I it's fine. Some I like others, it. like. There's a good utter... chance you might get him on a broadcast. On a broad. On a, what is this thing? A pro- podcast. podcast? This is a broad, a... broad podcast. It's like <laughs> I, I throw utter Bromberg and Fryer okay. to a degree in the people that I'm just like, I'm not going to go to you for news or hot takes. I, I literally can't even load my 
my Twitter account. Thank you, Internet. Um, and that's why, and that's why I genuinely like Chris Knight. Mm-hmm. I like Chris Knight. I don't have anything wrong with him. I don't follow him, unfortunately, but and I will. Same thing with Jerry Jordan from Kicking the Tires. Mm-hmm. Him too. Yes. I, he's. I. I consider those are probably two of the last genuine, pure journalists. I think Weaver's more, pretty good too, but he's more. I yes. feel like he's more focused on sh- like the short track scene, which is cool because we we need someone like that. Um, that it, no, absolutely, because that's where that's where the next generation of NASCAR drivers are going to yeah. come from. And if you don't get eyes on them now, they'll never make it. Exactly. If you don't get eyes on that. 15, 16, 17-year-old kid in pick a state at random track, mm-hmm. nobody will ever know who he is. If yeah. he wins 17 championships in a row, but nobody knows who he is, he's not going to get any type of financial backing. He'll never make it yeah. unless his dad happens to be a millionaire. If he mm-hmm. can make it locally on talent alone, he's got a chance. And that is why I absolutely love and respect Ryan Priest. That's same yes. for me and and Eric Jones as well. Like Eric Jones was up yes. until his snowball derby win, he was thinking about like quitting racing because the finances were running out, and then he won that, and Kyle Busch hit him up because um, he was in the race too, and he's like, "I want you driving my trucks," and now look where he is now. It's like, dude, you beat me. Come on, a cup with me. I got you. Yeah. The goal yeah. is to beat Kyle Busch at his own game, and he will absolutely give you a ride. Like, it, it's it's funny yeah. how to think back. A short track race in Pensacola like five years ago, is now signed Eric Jones to a JDR ride, and Gibbs likes him too because there's some talks about him extending the contract there. So mm-hmm. it's cool. It's amazing. It's the, the ladder to cup racing. The ladder to NASCAR has changed so much in the last 10 to 15, shit, 20 oh, yeah. years. I mean, before Dick Trickle, perfect example. <laughs> And don't laugh. That's his name. I've never um, laughed at his name. I funny, just thought of a funny joke. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Just happened to be as it's, you said his name. Listen, Richard was a great driver, okay? <laughs> no, 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 no. He was the best. Exactly. He, he had, he had a to. fucking movie made after him, so. No, Cole Trickle was based off of Tim Ray. <sighs> I really wish it was actually after Dick Trickle, but obviously they don't look anything like. About the whole progression ladder, I like how the Cup Series is still. You can't get in a good ride just with money. Like you can get there with Xfinity, definitely with trucks, as was showcased this last weekend. But then kind of see the talent. I go. Are you? Is that a shot at Natalie Decker? No, I'm not naming names. Okay, sorry. I'm just I saying some names. people are race car drivers. I won't. <laughs> And some people happen to drive race cars, and there is a difference between the two, and it was on full display Friday night at Charlotte Motor Speedway. I, I saw in person... Are you talking about Kyle Burson? Yes. I saw a person who drives race cars for a living at my local track, a track that I've won at, and I was good at. And this Flexing. particular driver... No, this particular person could not get out of his or her own way. And they're in a truck series ride right now? Yeah. Oof. What? Oof. Yep. Well, <laughs> but I like how the series, like, there is, it's like, 
you can't just buy your way into like I think what right, who would you say is a pay driver in Cup? Tift. Yes. Um, but he's is, in. Is he? I I Ty Dillon used to be, but Ty Dillon's got a lot of respect for me lately, only because he just said, "You know what? Thanks, Grandpa, for giving me the start." I'm going to go this way. I'm going to prove myself on a yep. different like, team. I get, I get family ties. I, that's definitely different. But, like, the people that are there solely. I, okay, Tift, he, I think it's something. But, like, he's not like he's taking a top-tier ride. Like, he, if anything, he did a good thing because he, he gave another ride in the Cup Series. Like, there's more cars out there than there would have been without him. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. And what number What number is Tift? 36. 36? Ah. Okay, is there a thirty-eight anymore? Or no, is that Reagan? Yeah, David, Reagan. David Reagan. Oh, right. sorry, David, that is David Reagan. David Reagan needs to paint his car like uh, if you, again. Here, you're going to giggle at his name, and I'm sorry. He needs to paint his car for like the Fourth of July or Memorial Day or Race Around Veterans Day, like Major Richard Bong, who was the his his name was Dick Bong. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, was, I couldn't hold it in much longer. I I set you up for that and I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. That's awesome. <laughs> but he was the he was the top ace during World War II and he fought he flew a P thirty eight lightning. Ooh, that'd be with, cool. Fire. And with um Well, have you uh, seen um the fifty one? Yes. That's exactly that what I'm talking about. Really good. That's what that pissed me off because I'm a I wanted to join the Air Force. I, mm-hmm. I love flying. I love military aviation. I love it. That's my thing. The fact that they put a P-51 paint scheme, God bless them for putting a paint scheme off of a uh, Tuskegee Airman P-51, a P-51 Mustang. They put that paint scheme on a Camaro, and then yeah. they come out with an, a number 53. Yet number 51 has the paint scheme of a P-40 Warhawk. It's painted up like a uh, Flying Tiger, the Volunteer Air Group. I don't expect you guys to know about that. That car it's a looks badass. Oh, it's fucking sick. But the fact that they put a Mustang paint scheme on a Camaro and then That's a Warhawk cool. paint scheme on a Mustang, as a, a history nerd and an Air Force buff, I'm like, Why? <laughs> So number thirty-eight needs to be painted up like Major Richard Bong's P thirty-eight Mustang or P P thirty-eight Lightning, excuse me. And the fact that yes. they're missing out on an opportunity as, as a history nerd, World War Two buff, aviation buff, that pisses me off. <laughs> Bob Jenkins, I know you listen to this podcast. Do that. Dude, right. a, Rick, a Rick Ware Racing paint scheme is <laughs> on already point. Seven hundred fire. 50 upvotes. That's how you know it's good. Yeah. That's probably the most publicity they've gotten all year. Eh, I don't know, man. That well, besides Daytona. Yeah, I was going to say. But that was negative publicity. So. Uh, any publicity is good publicity. Yeah, That's true. Yes. Unless, you know, Coming it's really bad. <laughs> um, But yeah, I think we've definitely gone on a crazy tangent. I'm going to edit as much as I can. I don't even really know how I'm going to do this, but I'll do my best. Uh, hopefully this I'm sorry. episode. I'm sorry. No, you guys are good. Today's Wednesday, right? Yeah, all day. All right, hopefully you guys are listening to this by Thursday, and yeah. But until then, th- this has gone a little longer. We appreciate it. 
I want to just do a little bit of self-promotion here. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at LTLN Podcast. I made an Instagram account. I don't know how to run it, um, but that's at LTLN Podcast as well. I'm doing the best I can, okay? I don't know how to... I don't know how to edit audio clip or video clips yet on my computer. I'm learning everything. Look, I learned how to make a podcast from the ground up by reading blogs by how to do it. Okay. I figured this out on my own in a week's notice. So I can I can do anything. Um, we can tell. I mean, no, I'm, let's I'm proud to great. say I am officially the first one the LTL and podcast. On on Instagram. No, now I'm gonna start getting notifications. Well, sorry. <laughs> now, the, the one thing I can control is that I get notifications sent straight to my phone from it and i'm trying to turn that off yeah. because i don't i don't want to keep getting like oh you should follow this person you should follow this person it's like i don't i'll follow whoever i want i like, how, I like how the bio is we're hosted by anthony dita kevin costello nolan sutton and alex because <laughs> i don't i don't know alex's last name also we are a pro brandon jones podcast thank you very much oh i did put that oh yes. perfect I, as long as people know we're a pro brandon jones podcast like i i, I just, <laughs> nothing else matters Here, I, i'm gonna screenshot this and show it to him tomorrow Show Brandon Jones that, yeah, <laughs> please, <laughs> please show Brandon Jones that. Let him know we love him here um, at the podcast. Uh, make sure you check out our Patreon. Uh, it's Patreon.com/slash/ltln/podcast. Um, is that how it's pronounced? Patreon, I believe, is how it's yes, pronounced. I think so. What were you pronouncing it as? Patron. No, that that's technically could also be that, but I think I it's know, like Patreon is the name of the website. Patron. But if you donate money you're a patron you're a patron yeah um but yeah, we're trying to get we're trying to get new um obviously i need a new computer new mics and you know we just we love making this content and you know it's not it's not easy this is like definitely my favorite thing i do with um you know on my free time i was about to say with my life but i i mean that would be sad <laughs> <laughs> thanks we love you too <laughs> no this is honestly this has been a dream come podcast i'm not only able to put out almost 20 episodes but i'm able to interact with um two of my favorite reddit personalities every week or almost Who's every that? week yeah yeah no, <laughs> i knew kevin way before you alex like obviously i i hated you that's why i reached out to you yeah um, for sure. no this no. is a dream come true and you know we're just trying to make everything the best we can definitely check out our patreon uh make sure you like and subscribe leave five stars leave reviews on um the podcast i will shout you out if you leave reviews on itunes um we also are on soundcloud uh left turns and loud noises on soundcloud for people who don't have itunes um i'm putting i'm getting us on iheart i'm getting us on iheart radio this week um working on that nice uh spotify is still being very mean to me and won't let me upload until i can get some uh producer but you know we'll figure that out down the road spotify is 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 a rough scene but um you know shouts out to alex for coming on you know he's gonna be in charlotte all week at the races shouts out methy for coming on you know we love having you and we're definitely gonna actually have like a one-on-one interview where we talk about your racing days um oh shit i mean we're yay (laughs) <laughs> we're gonna definitely do that one of these days i will give you notice um shouts out to kevin all right so unfortunately my recording device um for discord stopped working um i wasn't able to finish the outros i was giving mad props to kevin for being there for every episode um and alex for coming through and you know just giving us the heads up about jd motorsports and you know all the good stuff that they bring to the show every week you know and we all said our goodbyes you know i've been anthony i've been kevin and 
you know, if you make it this far to the episode, you pretty much know how it goes. Um, but yeah, you know, just follow us on Twitter, follow us on um, Instagram, both the same account at LTLN Podcast. Uh, check out the um, Patreon. Uh, Methy didn't know that it was called Patreon. He thought it was called pa- Patron. I'm probably actually, or he probably already said that. I, I've been spending a lot of time editing. Um, but yeah, no, we honestly appreciate you guys for listening. We love all of you. Um, and yeah, we're going to definitely have some more episodes out as uh, the weeks progress. Uh, you know, we got some big news coming through, so <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. Definitely follow us on Twitter for all the updates. And yeah, thanks for listening. Love you guys. Honey, honey, get the kids in the car now. Put the cash in the trunk, get the keys, let's go. Hit the biggest bank in Chicago. Roll it out with the thieves you know. Remember the thing that I told you three years, two moons ago. Promise I'll be right behind you. You're gonna die if you don't hit the road Keep your lights down Keep your voice down low Wear your head down Whichever way you go And I'll meet you in my Kids in the back of a cat. She said, Come here and kiss your wife. And I know you're real mad at me. You're on your way to some kind of life. Daniel, John, and Daddy promised me to treat your mother nice. Your voice down low. Wear your hair down, whichever way you go. And I'll meet you in Idaho. Wow.